0: What is up bros welcome to the all bros podcast we have still not come up with a new intro (laughs) but uh i am caleb rose is gone for work so we are joined by our good friend dj from the untrained eye the basically official third host
1: (laughs) nope just kidding it's me rose everybody i love people that kill people and i also love making movies it's me rose (laughs) Yeah. Hello,
0: everyone. So So no no rose this week unfortunately. Um we were supposed to talk about The Bad Guys, the new Dreamworks movie which spoiler alert is really good.
2: <laughs>
0: it's I, I might have oversold it. it it's pretty good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I might have oversold it with a not not like a screaming endorsement. I was like, it's pretty good. Mm, It's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) It was for sure a movie and there were bad guys there. Was there a big, bad wolf? You bet, you bet there was, (laughs) he may or may not have been the leader of the gang. (laughs) I have not seen the movie. (laughs) Yeah. It's,
0: it's, uh, it's okay. (laughs)
1: By the way, we went from it's really good to it's pretty good to it's okay. I would like to predict that this movie will get a C ranking by the all bros.
0: I was actually talking about it with with Rose because he hasn't seen it yet. But my personal score for for it, it's like in the B minus range. And I said it's like a strong... It's like either a strong C-plus or like a really weak B-minus. It's somewhere in that area.
1: I would just like to say that having almost hit the nail directly on the head, uh, that is why I am the third co-host, Vic. <laughs> in case you're wondering. You're <laughs> <Welcome>. oh, but... <laughs>
0: Yeah, so you guys are in for a treat this episode. Um, We are not going to be breaking down the bad guys. Instead, we are going to be talking about basically everything Star Wars that's not Kenobi. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Because somebody may have only seen two of the three episodes out so far. (laughs) Oh, man. It's me.
0: (laughs) Wait, the fourth one episode came out today.
1: Oh, wow. So I have only seen two of the four.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, dude, it is good. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm so mad that you at least haven't seen the third one. <laughs> the third episode. Oh, my gosh.
1: Listen, things are getting spoiled-ish for me. The same way things kind of got spoiled-ish for me with uh, Multiverse of Madness. Because I will see things... I'll say it like that I'll see things trending on Twitter and I'm like I wonder why that's trending and I push it and then I'm immediately like no 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 get out get out get out because I'm like I realize I'm like oh it's probably trending because this person has probably done something interesting that I would be very interested in <laughs> <laughs> and that's as cryptic as I can be about the Kenobi spoilers I think I got <laughs> oh, dude,
0: we need me and you need to sit down and chat about Kenobi when, when it's over. Cause I mean, that show is so
1: good. <laughs> yeah, it is really good. By the way, this, I don't think this is any spoiler. Like I just saw today. It started that, that whole Kenobi business uh, started as a two hour movie that they wanted to do. Whoever it was wanted to do. And uh, then the, Disney was like, nah, we'll make this into a, uh, like a, a multi-part series. And then uh, Dave Filoni and John Favreau and the gang were like, "Listen, what you guys have written is good, but it doesn't really jive with our Mandalorian stuff, like Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian stuff. We need to kind of like, uh, basically, put our touch on it." And uh, hilariously, again, just in case no, there were people that haven't seen any of it yet. I won't say. How you can obviously be like, oh, okay, I understand their influence now, uh, but <laughs> once it's pointed out to you, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, still good. I mean, I have no, I have no bad things to say about Kenobi, even though a lot of people do. Uh,
0: <laughs> Dude, I, everyone's like shitting on the the third sister in that.
1: Okay, or I that, feel like
0: she's caught caught a bunch of stuff. My only issue with her. She kind of looks too nice.
1: (laughs) She is the third sister in there. Is the only thing that I was like, huh? That people had questions about was like, how in the world did she know? You know what? Never mind. I'm not going to say anything because, again, if you haven't seen it yet, I don't want to, I don't want anyone to be like, hey, uh, I'll say it like this How does she know some of the information that she knows uh, within the first two? Episodes, and you're like, I don't know. And I've already heard theories about how she could know this, like what her past is, and how she could have this information. We're we're being too cryptic. Let's talk about stuff we can actually talk about.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so in this episode, we're going to try and discuss a little bit more like Mandalorian stuff, Book of Boba Fett stuff, and then just kind of go over what we... What came out with the Star Wars celebration? And let me tell you, a bunch of shit came out. (laughs) I was going to say, Star Wars celebration.
1: This is basically going to be a DJ reacts video because I didn't catch any of it. So I will be fine. Everything that Caleb talks about, I will be like, oh. (laughs) Well, you haven't seen
0: anything from it?
1: I don't really know anything about what came out of that. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. (laughs) The only thing I know is I saw recently on the Switch eShop that uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2 showed up as a pre-order, and I don't know if that actually existed before. It must have, because it was like a $15 game. I'm like, this had to have been a thing before, right? Or was that something that was announced?
0: I, I don't know if that was announced. I know that they announced that they're going to be remastering it so maybe that's why it may have popped up they're just like hey if (laughs) like if you want to play it again (laughs) but that's not a game that i ever played but i'm going to when the remastered version comes out
1: i have started the first one for switch um and it is straight up like D D but with lightsabers <laughs> or well, depending on whatever you want to do. Like it is like a Dungeons and dragons, like uh star Wars game.
0: <laughs> Ooh, freaking love that.
1: Yeah. It's very cool.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what you guys can expect from this episode. So hell, why not just get right in into it?
2: Every day. We're surrounded by media. Books, movies, art, music, games, apps, podcasts, etc., etc. With this constant bombardment, it's easy to miss great media gems in the chaos. But fret not, you've come to the right place, my friend. I'm Jason, and I love media. I invite you to check out the Mixed Media Forest podcast, the podcast where I trudge through the forests of media to find hidden gems for you, the listener. Every episode of Mixed Media Forest is chock full of fun, reviews, nostalgia, positivity, news, rants, stories, and recommendations about all things media. Again, that's the Mixed Media Forest podcast, created on Anchor Podcasting app, and available everywhere fine podcasts can be found. Give it a listen. It's what all the cool kids are doing.
1: Smash cut to a bar somewhere on Tatooine. (laughs) (laughs) Was it Tatooine on episode one? Is that where he was in episode one? Yeah, I think so. Because he was on his way to... To get the get the last score of Best Guard Steel <laughs> or whatever. Uh Is that right? Am I right on that? I can't remember.
0: Yeah, it, it was it was Tatooine. And that's kind of where he had the interaction with, with Boba Fett and and whatnot.
1: Yeah. Oh well in the first Are you talking about in, I'm talking about the first season of Mandalorian, like season one, episode one. Because but oh, he it? didn't he did not meet Bo, up with Boba Fett until much, much. later. I, I almost want to say it had to be Tatooine because Tatooine. What am I from Tatooine? Uh, that's what we call it there on Tatooine. We call it Tatooine. Uh, <laughs> uh, but that's what that was the thing because I remember like there was that interaction in the uh, in the bar where uh, you know he. He ends up cutting a man in half with the uh, <laughs> with the door to the bar, and I remember thinking like, dude, what even is this show? Like, I can't like we knew Mandalorians were cool, but who is this guy? Uh, you know, he does all this. He does his cool Mando stuff, and then everyone's like, "Wow, thanks, you really took out the trash, Mando." And then he's like, "Just kidding. Also, I have this little this little uh, uh bounty puck, uh, and I need you to come with me, stupid." And the guy's like, oh no, I got a what? (laughs) I can't run from a Mandalorian. (laughs) (laughs) Have you found out?
0: Um, I'm looking it up right now. So, that ice planet was not, obviously, was not Tatooine.
1: (laughs) Oh, so he brings him back to Tatooine. That's what happens. Yes. Because I remember I just remembered I knew something I knew it, they ended up on Tatooine fairly quickly because I remember the the first thing that I really that I really remember from that show more than anything is from episode one is that it sounded like Star Wars like it just sounded I, I don't know how to describe it other than like it made me think of A New Hope and i was like this is amazing like these droid sounds just the sounds of the city uh everything is it was the perfect way of You know how in The Force Awakens, they had uh, Han and Chewie and everybody just kind of be like, hey, everyone who used to remember Star Wars, these are the new Star Wars now. So follow these kids. We're old Star Wars. That's new Star Wars. We'll catch you at the retirement home. Uh, this this show, I feel like it spent that first episode or even just the first part of the first episode giving giving that good good fan service we all wanted to be like we don't know this character but we do know Tatooine uh he's gonna come and see this this weird I don't know former emperor guy that somehow has this steel that he wants real bad I don't know what's going on but uh it seemed just fan servicey enough that It lets you know, like, hey, this is kind of the Star Wars you remember, but uh, a little adjacent. So let's see what happens with this guy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I found a list of all the planets that Grogu has been on. (laughs) (laughs) So he went to or some Mando went to collect Grogu from Arvala 7. Okay, and then went to deliver him to the client at in Navarro.
1: So none of this happened. Where did they? They were on. T- when did they go to Tatooine? Um, I know they did. But maybe it wasn't the first episode. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: Let's see. So yeah, they went to Navarro. Then they went to Sorgan, which is the the green planet where they met up with Cara Dune.
1: You know what? I don't care. And then they went to Tatooine. <laughs> this is what I say. I know all I know for sure about this show. I guess clearly I know nothing about it because I thought they went to Tatooine early and I was wrong. But know it was know. just a
0: it was just a place <laughs> that kind of looked like it.
1: In fairness, that's what a, I was thinking too. <laughs> It seemed like, it seemed like uh, a most Eisley type, uh, you know, place that they were at. It was after the Empire, because it was supposed to take place, what, five years after Return of the Jedi, right? And it, like, you see, like, uh, what is it? I I don't know if I'm just conflating all the episodes into this first episode. Because I remember seeing, like, uh, Stormtrooper helmets on Spike's. And you would like showing blood on it, which I thought was wild. I was like, this is, this show is not like the, the, for sure not the, uh, the movies, which I appreciated a lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So all that stuff took place on Navarro. Um, They went to Tatooine when they needed to um, repair the Razor Crest. And so that's when we get the the one where it's um, that, that trainee a, bounty hunter was trying to take on Fennec. <laughs> uh,
1: and what's-her-face uh, uh, Princess Buttercup or whatever the lady's name is. Uh, did you ever see Bojack Horseman?
0: Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> really?
1: <laughs> the lady that plays the cat. Why can't I think of her name right now? The cat's name. Yeah. Uh, but she she does the voice of the cat on BoJack Horseman, and uh, Bo Jackson is what I just brought up. Uh, <laughs> I got to wait. I have to know her name now. It is her name is Amy Sedaris, but she played Princess Carolyn, not even close to Buttercup. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, that was awesome to see her and the pit droids show up. I'm like, "Hey, I know those guys. They're from episode 1." <laughs> yeah,
0: oh my gosh. Did they They did such a good job. Like I I like heard before the sh- the show was released that what Dave Filoni and John Favreau were trying to do were to was to release a like a western in space. <laughs> And that's what yeah. they wanted Mandalorian to be And they freaking killed it Because I grew up watching westerns Like all the John Wayne movies Like Any like old western movie I've probably seen
1: it Really? Wait are you uh Are you a big John Wayne Fan?
0: I'm not like the biggest John Wayne fan but I mean I like the Movies Really?
1: What is your favorite John Wayne movie? (laughs) uh, I I really like the Cowboys. You know, that is cheating. That's like when Nintendo had games and they were like, this one's called karate. This one's called baseball because there haven't been any yet. (laughs) John Wayne is a (laughs) cheater. This one's called the Cowboys. Man, shut your mouth, John Wayne.
0: (laughs) Have you ever seen that one? No, I've never seen.
1: I've never seen one second of one John Wayne movie unless it is in clip form. No, and you're, usually you're miss- it's him. You're missing out. Is that the one where he spanks the lady? uh No, that's <laughs> well.
0: Okay, there's a bunch where he spanks ladies, but
1: <laughs> but there's like a famous one where he's like, "Hey, thanks for all that you've done, lady."
0: The oh. That one, I'm not sure which. One, I'm not sure which one that one is. It was like <laughs> I know that there's I, I, one where he's like <laughs> mad at his wife and freaking like bends her over and freaking whacks her ass. <laughs> um, that one's McClintock.
1: That's so good. That's so. I love that you are a John, even a tangential John Wayne fan. <laughs> I love the, that. My, yeah, my my dad.
0: He, I remember like a bunch of Christmases he'd always like try and find like tbs or just some sort some channel would always around Christmas time would have Christmas with the Duke and it would just be a John Wayne marathon so it was always like the classics like True Grit or um McClintock uh El Dorado the Cowboys like it'd just be like the, the big big hitter John Wayne movies and then every um St. Patrick's Day, my dad watches The Quiet Man.
1: That's so funny. That is is so funny. I kind
0: of grew up being a John Wayne fan. Like, when we didn't want to eat stuff, like eat our vegetables, my dad's thing was, uh, oh, you got to eat your John Wayne food.
1: You got to eat your John Wayne food. (laughs) Or else you got to get alone, little doogie. Oh. But... Uh. By the yeah. way, so I, I remembered this. Um, <clears throat> what is it? Because when you said it was based on a Western, I remembered it was. Um, it also, I remembered uh, somebody p- posted something on Instagram or something that there was a a book or like a TV show or something called Lone Wolf and Cub, uh, and it was like kind of Japanese it was basically like a samurai deal and it was like a, it was a samurai that uh, had to protect a baby and they're like, that's a great concept. What if we had a baby Yoda protected by a freaking <laughs> basic, not a samurai, but a wild West man. Uh, but I've, I it did, by the way, it wasn't until later, 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 later in life that I like somebody mentioned to me, they were like, yeah, cause I, I always thought of star Wars as like, kind of like western-ish and somebody was like no stupid he's like look at look at them have you ever looked at them they're all samurai this is all just a kung fu movie that's happening in space with light swords and I was like oh yeah like you have the freaking white belt that is uh, on the (laughs) (laughs) on the moisture farm just like wow there's a bigger world out there Uh, and then you have the freaking exiled master that is watching over this uh, child who doesn't even know how special he is and then starts to teach him the ways of his old master and it's like oh yes it's all it's all that it's all that (laughs)
0: Dude, I never thought about that. That That's crazy. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, this was like, as far as I know, this was borrowed from that concept, the Mandalorian of like, you know, the, the lone wolf and cub, but they just basically uh, adapted it to be more like Western, uh, which, you know, works amazingly. Uh, because like, again, like I do think, I think that's why I thought Star Wars was like kind of a Western because I think it, Maybe because it happened started on Tatooine, and you just see a dusty desert. You're like, oh yeah, that's where that's where westerns happen in the desert.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that that's the kicker. Like, because when you think samurai <laughs> movies, it's always like like rice fields or like the, what like where they ended up finding uh, Cara Dune and and in, uh, in the I think it was that third episode of the first season like
1: or what, what was it was it cardoon was it the cardoon episode or was it the one where they went to that planet was it, tell me if i'm telling you the same episode you're talking about where they go to that planet and they are they end up trying to protect that village and uh from the atat and uh they like uh Mando ends up basically wanting to stay there. Like you can see that the kid is doing well. He at one point almost even like takes off his helmet for this lady that he's starting to fall for. That's right. That That, yeah.
0: That was wasn't the episode I was talking about. Same planet though.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was that to me seemed very samurai. You know what I mean? Like, uh, or or where a samurai would hang out. You know.
0: Yeah, like that's what I always think of with like samurai movies and then like the desert I always think like
1: cowboys. John
0: Wayne <laughs> westerns and yeah. So, oh, that that's so cool. Like in like the you kind of get get that vibe like the the samurai versus western stuff and it, like I feel like you get more western stuff because these are bounty hunters that use yes. blasters and just classic cowboy weapons versus the laser swords
1: yeah well and it's like they have this uh, I don't know it's like the seedy underbelly which I feel like westerns are definitely more associated with that or at least being like around that seedy underbelly of like oh, I just just live off the land and go from town to town and I just all I have is my horse Razorcrest here I love her (laughs) yeah (laughs) Oh my, dude,
0: I don't know why I never made that connection with like the samurai when the freaking first episode of Star Wars <laughs> Visions was straight
1: up a samurai. Straight up a samurai. <laughs> a samurai episode. Yeah. <laughs> I even
0: like, I feel like. When that show came out, I even made comments on the show about it when it came out. I was just like, oh my gosh, just seeing like a samurai lightsaber. That was so cool.
3: <laughs>
1: I mean, listen, that it should, to me, that was like the culmination of everything that I had heard and like seeing that. I don't even think that was necessarily the best episode of Visions, but like that, I loved seeing that.
0: <laughs> Dude, Visions was. Really good, and that's actually one thing that they announced with the Star Wars celebration that's getting a second season.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Like, to me, Visions is like a very specific version of uh, what does Netflix have? It's like Love, Sex, and Robots. Is that the name of it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard
0: about that show. I've heard that one's pretty good,
1: too. If you haven't watched it, do it as soon as you can, sir. Uh, (laughs) Not cancer. Can space sir. S-I-R. Anyway. uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, it's very good. Nothing to do with Star Wars, but robots, so adjacent. Um, Yeah, very good watch that. Yeah, I I love that Visions did that. They were just like, we're just going to give what was it like seven or eight different, uh, uh, animation houses. Just, Hey, here you go. Just do your thing. Give us, give us what you got.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was my favorite part about it. It's just like, you didn't need to know the canon or any like history or anything. You could just go into it and get like a super kick-ass, like six or seven minute Star Wars story.
1: I was gonna say, yeah, a little bite-sized adventure that you're like, that was awesome. Uh, And I'm sure, just like Disney slash, you know, uh, Star Wars slash Marvel slash all of it is, is like, oh, we're going to do this bite-sized thing. And if something pops extra hard, maybe we'll expand on that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: I feel like they left it off just enough where you didn't really need any more
1: from it. Oh Well, yeah, making the episodes extra short and then making the season extra short was the move. Like, that was the perfect move to be like, listen, you like it? Good. We're not going to overstay our welcome. We're just going to give you some of that sweet, sweet Star Wars you love, and then we're out.
0: Dude, this made me want uh, just a straight-up Star Wars anime.
1: Uh, yes. That's kind. Of, oh, it was 10 episodes. That's funny. I thought it was less. I thought it was less, too. Uh, The longest episode, and this I would imagine is including credits, was 22 minutes.
0: Sounds about right.
1: So everything else was like 13, 14, 12. Yeah, very good. Um, Yeah, I cannot wait for season two. Um, So when you were watching mandalorian like what the first season like once you were done with the first season like what was how do i want to ask this question uh well actually i'll ask it like this when what was your first experience with star wars period like when did you first get to ingest star wars into your mind
0: that i think that would be the Phantom Menace. I think that was my first introduction to Star
1: Wars. Really? And, wait. Yes. Did you know who Anakin was before the original trilogy?
0: I so I didn't know who Darth Vader was. Wow. So, so
1: wait, so you watched the whole prequel trilogy without before no, you saw the original? So, okay.
0: That's the that's the kicker there. So I did not see um, so if, Phantom Menace was my first Star Wars, so I kind of went out of order because I watched Phantom Menace, then I jumped into A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, uh, Return of the Jedi, and then it was like right after that uh, Attack of the Clones came out
1: wow. So you almost did it in machete order because machete order is like, I think they like douchebags make it to where you're supposed to skip episode one. Uh, but it's episode two. I think it's supposed to be episode two. No. Uh, What is it? I'm sorry. It's episode four, five, two, three, four, then episode six, or not two, three, four episode two and three. Then episode six and then the that was very convoluted. There was too many numbers. You're the number guy. Anyway. Uh <laughs> <laughs> four, five, two, three, six, seven, eight,
0: nine. Okay.
1: That's that's yeah. the machete order. They don't include episode one because they're dumb. But uh who doesn't like pod racing?
0: <laughs> yeah. So I remember um <laughs> It wasn't something that my, my my dad showed me. Like, he didn't, like, sit me down, like, hey, we're going to watch Star Wars. Cause, like, <laughs> it's he, time he, for did, you to he, become
1: a man. <laughs> yeah.
0: He, he, I mean, he, like I stated, he was more, like, cowboy Western. So that was the stuff that he, like, sat me down to watch. Or, um, and then, like, on Sundays, we'd turn on TV land, watch The Incredible Hulk. And then, right after Adam West Batman.
3: <laughs> so that
0: that was kind of like what my dad was was into like the old old shows. and so I don't know why he we randomly had it, but we had this vHS that was always on our on our bookshelf <laughs> and I like would always ask him I'm just like, hey what's what's this movie? what's this movie? And he's just like, oh, it's just this thing called Star Wars. And I was like, oh, okay, so I'd watch something else, and then I, like, actually pulled it out and looked at the thing, saw Darth Maul on the cover, and I was like, that looks cool. And so, me and my brother (laughs) went downstairs and and watched it, and that was our first introduction to to Star Wars. And then my dad's like, oh, you don't want to watch that one, like, you need to watch the originals. And so, we watched the originals, and...
1: That yeah. is wild. So wait, so what was more like nostalgic for you to see when you were watching it? Like these first four episodes of Kenobi or like when you started watching the Mandalorian? Cause I've got to imagine if episode one was the first one you saw, like Kenobi probably hit way different for you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Kenobi hit pretty, pretty hard. In regards to nostalgia, yeah, like Mandalorian. So I wasn't even s- super into Star Wars. Like even after watching Phantom Menace and the original trilogy, like I thought they were cool. And I'm like, oh, like because I knew that um, Attack of the Clones was going to be coming out like shortly after that. So I'm like, oh, that that'd be cool to to watch and or to to see or whatever. Like oh, like seems like it'd be really cool but never was like a super deep Star Wars fan like never gotten to like the lore or anything. I knew there were books and stuff, but I'm just kind of eh whatever. Like didn't really care too much. It's kind of like the same feeling I have towards Star Trek. Huh. Like, Star Trek is okay, but I was like, eh whatever. Like if if <laughs> if it happens to be on, <laughs> like I'll watch it, but
1: That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, Wait, so... are you talking about the movies or the TV shows? kind of all the above that's like, hilarious I, I could care less about <laughs> star trek <laughs> i love it uh, so um, good
0: but yeah so i got into star wars completely by accident um with or like as big of a fan as i am now like i'm <laughs> i'm i consider myself a, a pretty from where i was like it's night and day <laughs>
1: By the way, I feel like Star Wars fans have to always caveat. We have to caveat ourselves because all of us want to say we're a big fan. But there's always someone that's like, I know how many rivets go into an astromech or astrodroid. And like, shut up. We're all big fans. Okay. (laughs) We are just as big a fan as those freaking dorks. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm not like that, that crazy about it. Um.
1: Shut your mouth! You're that no. crazy about it. I read no, about this. Not... I read the Thron. I read the Thron trilogy back in the day. So you know how uh, General Thron showed up in uh, Rebels at some point, uh, yeah. and kind of got name checked eventually. <laughs> uh, yeah, I knew all about Mister Blue Man Thron.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I read the the graphic novel.
1: Uh, it for is Thron Thrawn is an amazing character and I'm glad he has been brought back into canon. I cannot wait for him to really show up and not just get name checked.
0: <laughs> well, he, you know he was well, in, in live Rebels. action. In, in oh, live okay. action. Yeah, live Sorry. Action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like I tell everyone this, I I just needed I needed something to watch cuz my daughter was starting to pay attention to the TV more and I couldn't watch anything like super violent and I didn't want to watch something with like a lot of cussing. What and do you I mean? The Boys some...
1: season three out now on Amazon Prime, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Have you
0: watched I have the not, first episode? No.
1: Everyone, yes. I know the thing flies up the thing, and everyone's very excited about it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs>
0: anyway, I needed something bright, colorful, and preferably animated to watch with my daughter. And so I was like, eh, what the hell? I'll watch Star Wars or I'll watch Clone Wars. So I watched all of Clone Wars and just freaking. It was a deep dive after that. Yeah, I was going to say. The Star Wars podcast started listening Mm -hmm. to like every theory. Someone, um, Nate from the Blue Milk Drop podcast, uh, recommended that everyone read the. forget what it's called now it's a bounty hunter series like kind of what happened between um empire strikes back and return of the jedi what happened with boba fett and han solo in between that time ha so he was like kind of giving a brief explanation of that and i was just like i'm in (laughs) (laughs) so i read that i was like that was super cool and then i'd then I watched Rebels, and then I watched or read, uh, Thrawn the graphic novel. So I, I kind of went on a, like crazy deep dive and.
1: So yeah. as far as like asides go, like stuff that that goes off the beaten path of like canon stuff, um, that basically is all like, canon adjacent. Well, I guess it's all canon now, but you, everyone knows what I mean. Like the movie movie adjacent stuff, um. Like how how were you like surprised by the show? Were you like this is this is what did you basically what did you think as far as like a a side story to you know what we know is the main story?
0: I really liked it. Um, I really really dug Mandalorian for for what it was because I think everyone just like is so focused on the Jedi and Mm -hmm. the Skywalker
1: or even Family. Boba Fett for that matter by the yeah. way like I thought that was something really cool about this show is that it did not start with Boba Fett it was like hey listen you you already have you already have the shorthand of you know what a Mandalorian is so we're going to show you this guy over here and we're going to use the fact that you already think that Boba Fett is dead that you know this is going to be your new Boba Fett and uh we're going to show you how cool this can actually be and uh he was I was, I did not expect to be, I really, when I tell you I did not have high hopes for this, I had literally watched the sequel trilogy. So, (laughs) (laughs) when I tell you my hopes were low, they were very low. Actually, I think this one started before The Rise of Skywalker. Um, But I was not in a great place, especially after Rise. No, did it start before Rise of Skywalker or not?
2: Because um, I know there was,
1: know. there was something choreographed by the show that like I think the show came out and then Grogu healed someone. I think Grogu healed uh Carl Weathers' character. I can't remember what it was his name is. And then in the movie in Rise of Skywalker, it showed Ray healing that like worm or whatever that when they got sucked down in the quicksand. You remember this? Yeah, uh, and I
0: so. Rise of Skywalker came out december twenty, twenty nineteen. Mandalorian season one came out November twelfth, twenty nineteen. Okay. Yeah. So that Mandalorian tracks. came out first.
1: Yeah, I I was I want to say, yeah, I don't, I don't think I had. Yeah. So clearly hadn't seen rise of Skywalker already started watching this, but was not, I didn't, I was confused by the sequel trilogy thus far. So I was like, what could they possibly be doing? Like if it's not animated, I don't know if I want to be a part of this. Uh, And then it was, it was, it had me from episode one and I was like, what, what is happening right now? Uh, And then it was halfway through and then the movie came out and i was like again what 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 is happening how am i getting this movie but i have this show like these two things don't make sense together (laughs) like how is one written like someone cared and loved star wars for their whole life and the other one was written by a child who was like you know what would be cool if the first part of the speech happened in Fortnite?" Uh. (laughs) (laughs) dude Uh. (laughs) i i remember
0: not being the least bit excited for mandalorian after um the last jedi Mm
3: -hmm.
0: and i was just like whatever like i have nothing else to watch i'll watch this i guess (laughs) and first episode freaking like just like you fell in love Watched the entire series, and then I was like, "Okay, maybe I'm maybe I'm hyped for Rise of Skywalker." Went to Rise of Skywalker, and I was like, "Meh." Okay, <laughs> I, I guess watch- I
1: should have played Fortnite instead. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was uh, so
0: good, and he he honestly had me from the first line. Just like I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. I'm
1: like, "Ooh, <laughs> this dude is amazing." Uh by the way all the way up to the, everyone in this story or in this first season 2 had a pretty cool arc like cuz he met he had his thing this is the way and then he met uh his boy with the the like giant chicken nugget uh uh I don't know little dinosaur horse things then he was like I have spoken uh <laughs> Dude, it was like every episode they had like some
0: catchphrase <laughs>
1: but they all worked they all worked for some reason cuz you're like this this is the way was great i have spoken was kind of played more for laughs but it still worked because that guy was he was just a great character even though it was not a, an actual person um ig11 like get the hell out of here like that was That was maybe the saddest droid arc in the history of uh, in the history of Star Wars to go from I'm going to kill a baby because I'm a bounty hunter to I am going to uh, Terminator myself to make sure that this baby is safe. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my
0: gosh. Uh, oh so good dude i loved how everyone was like talking about like i want to see mando without his helmet i want to see mando without his helmet we like we all knew like pedro pascal was playing mandalorian and so like i love the memes that came out from that they're just like knows (laughs) that pedro pascal plays the mandalorian oh i can't wait to see Mando without his helmet on, and then they show the clip where he takes it off, and they're like, I honestly don't know what I was
1: expecting. <laughs> <laughs> well, to me, I mean, listen, I think it worked for the story that he ended up taking his helmet off when he did in season one and season two. Uh, but I would have been okay with much like uh, that movie Dread that he had just left his helmet on the whole time. Like, because what was it? Who was the guy? We've talked about this before. The guy that played Bones in the Star Trek movie. Uh, uh,
2: Carl oh, Urban. he's.
1: Yeah. What, but that is. We just talked about the boys, but yet still, that was my touchstone for him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah. Like, I thought. I mean, granted, he was not. Uh, he was not the you know, he, he didn't fetch the high dollar that he does now. And he wasn't as well known then as he is now. But I, I liked that movie even more because of that, because especially when I found out that that was like the whole thing is that like the, the dreads, they did not ever take off their helmets. And then just knowing that Stallone took off his helmet all the time. in that dread movie, because Hey, we paid for Sylvester Stallone. We're not going to not show his face. <laughs> uh, but that was what I do. I do appreciate the restraint of season one of uh, of the Mandalorian not being like, ah, eh, it's that guy from that other show. Uh, we're going to show his face because they only showed it the once, right? Like he only t- I think he took his helmet off when he went to that village, but it it just showed. I feel like it just showed his helmet off. It didn't show his face.
0: Yeah. So it showed him like setting his helmet down to eat. Mm. Um, and then when he got bushwhacked by that bomb and they needed to do the freezing stuff to the back of his head, um, so he took it off for that, that one we actually saw and then season two, uh, went a little bit crazier with him taking it off.
1: Yeah. Season two. Well, but okay. So season one, just to get through season one, like the probably if I, I actually everyone hated that episode because it was it was treated like a filler the one where he went to the village and was you know almost was able to like settle down there but realized that was just not possible that to me was actually one of my that was one of my like more top episodes that I liked because it Dude, was mine so too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And like I felt like I was wrong after because everyone's just like gosh that was so dumb and I'm like
1: I thought everyone unanimously was calling it the filler episode. And I'm like, I don't think it was. I think that was like, that was a, you got a lot of character development out of a guy in a helmet. Like, you know what I mean? Like it really, really, really like dove deep into what kind of character he was supposed to be. I thought even more so than it already had, because clearly like he was a guy that uh, was trying to be this like, steely person that you know was just a cold-blooded I'll take you in warm or take you in cold type of person but you know he he left the kid there at first and then he saw that the little the little marble wasn't on his uh his little stick and was like god dang it I love that little baby uh <laughs> and had to go back but I just thought that made it a little deeper uh and I don't know I dug it a lot but a contender For number one spot is the one that had um why can't I say his name? The comedian, bald head, uh Boston accent. Oh, Bill uh, Burr. Bill Burr. That was I loved his character. I loved that episode. I loved everything that was happening. And uh, you know, spoilers for season two, he was one of my like that was one of my top favorite episodes when he showed back up in season two. Uh, cause that was, that was, there was a lot of chef's kiss moments in season two <laughs> and him showing back up was one of them.
0: <laughs> was the, the prison break one, was that a, um, was that season one or was that season two?
1: I swear that was season one, right?
0: That's what I'm remembering.
1: Because season one, yeah, because that's where you met him in season one, and yeah, then yeah. they just like dipped off because he killed everybody but him, I think, and then um, and then they met back up in season two because that's where him and Car or uh, Mando and Cara Dune showed up and were like, "Yo, we need you, we need your help," <laughs> and he was like, "Hey, I'm from Boston, let's go." <laughs>
0: right, yeah. Oh my gosh, dude, with that. That made me fall in love with the Mandalorian even more. That prison scene when he just went yes. full freaking John Wick on <laughs> on all these people, and you think he's like bushwhacking them, but there it just shows later that they're all in jail. I'm like, yeah. he is such a badass,
1: <laughs> yeah. He, ah, uh, well, uh, you know what? This will probably help me remember. I'm like looking through the so that was episode six called The Prisoner and then there was episode 7 oh yeah so then so in the next episode is where um uh, not Krennic. what what movie am i watching uh the freaking gus fring moff gideon that's when Moff Gideon shows up and is like, Yo, uh, listen, I know what the other guy wanted, but I'm going to really need that baby, like for sure. <laughs> and they're <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Uh, <laughs> ain't uh, no baby here. Did uh, <laughs> he makes
0: such a good villain.
1: And by the way, have you ever seen the show? It's called like once upon a time or something. And it's supposed to be where like all these fairy tale creatures like forgot who they were and they just live in this town. And he was supposed to be Jiminy Cricket. Like seeing him. No, he was
0: the he was the mirror. Was he? Yeah, he was the evil queen's mirror.
1: I just remember seeing him not be Gus Fring. And I was like, this is the weirdest like, this is weirder than him being the bad guy is him being the super nice guy. I'm just like, hello. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah. In the in the real world, he's. Like. Full body. But in the <laughs> in the story storybook land, he's he's just like a head <laughs> in the mirror.
1: That's hilarious. Uh, I only saw I think the first season of that, but yeah, I I remember that being good. But yeah, Moff Gideon shows up. Uh, it's uh, it's a it's a crazy day because that dude is, I mean, do we actually say what his name is? It is uh Giancarlo Esposito. I mean, you know him. If you don't know him from uh from Breaking Bad as Gus Fring, then I don't know what to tell you. Like he is the most he is the most imposing, small he's somehow the smallest frame and the most imposing man simultaneously uh that exists on this here planet. Uh.
0: <laughs> dude, he is incredible at playing a villain. Yes. Like, so you know the um like his whole history with Breaking Bad? Like he was only supposed to be on for like one or two episodes.
1: Yes. That I did hear, and Vince Gilligan was like, uh, I'm sorry, what? You're what are who are you? What are you? How did you do this? <laughs> I don't know
0: that's my favorite thing. He's just like, I kind of tricked the world into making me a series regular.
1: <laughs> well, and by the way, to Vince Gilligan's credit, that's what I like about him. He was like the director, creator of uh Breaking Bad, or maybe he was just a director. I don't want to give him too much credit. Uh, but he, I want to say, he also directed uh, a a couple X-Files episodes as well. Like he, which by the way, one of the X-Files episodes that he directed was one of the Brian Cranston episodes, hilariously enough. Um, (laughs) but I don't know that I've always liked Vince Gilligan. And, uh, I really thought that was a cool, like, I don't know like you hear you hear enough stories about directors being douchebags and being like no this was my vision was already this so no you did a great job we'll see on the next one stupid uh but (laughs) i don't know i like that i i I like that he was like "Ooh, i can see i can see your potential well it's the same thing with to go deep into breaking bad lore uh the dude that played jesse pinkman like he also was not supposed to be Uh, Walter White's number two. Like he was supposed to die, I think, in the first season, and they were like, "You are also amazing. Let's keep you on." (laughs) So I don't know. Anyway, moth (laughs) idiot.
0: Yeah, dude. In the you have no idea the freaking deep dive I I did when they exposed the dark saber.
1: Oh my God! By the way, because I had watched enough, uh, you know, Rebels and Clone Wars and everything to be like mind exploding. Why does Bo-Katan not have this? What is happening right now? Like, <laughs> how did he get it? Is Mandalore has it fallen? What is happening right now? Like, and but by the way, this is what the Mandalorian did great. You could very much be just a. I've only seen the movies. Like the main movies type of person, and get get a lot out of this show, but it also did a lot of things where it was like, hey, also, <laughs> in case you were wondering, uh, we got a lot of, we got a lot of, we got a lot of what is it Easter eggs for you if you've been paying attention for a long time, uh, because was it in? It wasn't in this up. Ep- it wasn't in this season, right? It was season two when uh, ah- Ahsoka showed up, right?
0: Yeah, so that yeah, that was season two, in
1: yeah, this is where they were just so trying to get season, him like season off planet.
0: One, so season one, it, they blew up his tie fighter after Mando got his his kick in jetpack.
1: Yeah, that was the last episode, like the end of the last episode. By the way, that was amazing too when he got his jet. Oh, that's before we get to that. I just want to say this: watching the Mandalorian go from like. Uh, basically like a Mandalorian that had just got his training wheels off to like basically getting to sit in the big boy chair where like now he's got like his full suit of armor he finally has earned his jet pack all of this stuff like seeing that come to fruition for him was like whether they knew they were going to bring back Boba Fett or not, I feel like was their way of being like, listen, you just got to see a cool Boba Fett after he was Boba Fett. But now you get to watch this guy on his final steps to be the thing that Boba Fett was. So now you get to have the Mandalorian and forget that Boba guy. It's Mando now, <laughs> oh, but sorry, continue. So
0: good. No, <laughs> the, like so freaking good. Like they, Dave Filoni and John Favreau did such a good job of making you fall, like, in love with this character. Yes. And, yeah, like, for me, like I had no intention of, like, lo- loving the series as much as I did. Yeah, <laughs> Like, I real. was just like, eh, it's just <laughs> something new to watch, and, like, then I, like, got all this, like, history and Easter egg for, like, the Darksaber and everything in Rebels, and I was like, oh, shit, like, <laughs> this is going to be good and then we got the the final season of Clone Wars which was awesome. Oh my
1: god, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's true. That was amazing. Um
0: dude, like I remember <laughs> watching um watching Revenge of the Sith. And not caring at all once they called Order Sixty Six and started killing them, We're like I, like okay, cool, <laughs> like like so the the Emperor just kind of like had control of these clones like the entire time, like that sucks
3: <laughs> and.
0: And then, like after watching Clone Wars, like getting all this backstory into it, and then I went back and rewatched Revenge of the Sith, and I can feel my heart just like drop when they, when well, they
1: call that. Uh, by the way, people like to hate on the Bad Batch, uh, but the Bad Batch too. Like that also gives everything. I like, I like that they have realized that order 66 is like, kind of like, uh, I don't even know if when they were making the movies, they realized like what kind of like a touch point that was going to be in the star Wars universe. But like, uh, it's, it's been a really good, like jumping off point for a lot of cool stuff. And I think the bad batch was one of those as well. Oh, dude.
0: (laughs) I love that. Especially like seeing, getting more like depth with how, like, how much of a role the clones played in the Jedi's lives?
1: I mean, the Clone Wars, like, I, I knew so many people before I saw the show that were would talk about Rex and Fives and, uh, and just every... And I was like, I didn't quite understand. And then watching the, the show was heartbreaking, knowing... That, like, oh, my God, you're gonna get betrayed, and they're not even gonna do it on purpose., uh, and then when you get to see the final season or whatever, it's everything is just like it because the clone story is so heartbreaking when you watch that that show. Like that makes it true. It's weird because it doesn't translate. Really into anything live action, like I no, still feel nothing. I still feel nothing when they die. I'm like, whatever, get out of here. But like any, as soon as they're animated, I'm like, oh my god, you poor bastards! Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I I take that backstory into the movies now. Like anything that I've watched in regards to Star Wars, it just adds to like what I feel with the movies now. Like the whole. Like you, like, you were my brother, Anakin, like, that kind of stuff. I was just like, was he really? Like, he, it just kind of seemed like he was your, like, kind of your buddy. <laughs> like, not really, like, you guys didn't seem that close. You guys weren't in the movie together all that often. But just seeing, like, the history that they had in in Clone Wars... Oh like my eventually God. like leading up to Revenge of the Sith that makes it more heartbreaking now.
1: That makes it more heartbreaking and that made me that made me uh, start to tear up for different reasons whenever uh Ahsoka showed up in season 2 because whenever she's just getting loose and freaking just wrecking shop on everybody like it was awesome but I was immediately sad. Because, you know, if you've watched Rebels, uh, you know, you know that she's just kind of this like Ronin character now that just kind of roams around and tries to do good. And uh, clearly, like she says just enough in that season that you're like, yep, she I mean, how could she not be? But, you know, still holding on to what happened to her old master and that she had to Especially knowing in that show that, like, you know that she's already come face-to-face again with Anakin after he's become Darth Vader. And then she, you know, eventually you get to, ah, I I mean, well, I'm jumping too far ahead already into the Book of Boba Fett. But then, like, when she's with Luke, like, it is that, I could cry right now thinking of her talking to Luke. Because I'm just like, oh, my God. God, you know it all. You know more than just about anybody else. Like, she probably knows more than Obi-Wan does. Because, like, Obi-Wan was Anakin's teacher, but Anakin was her teacher. Like, she looked at him the way that Anakin looked at Obi-Wan. So that's... I don't know. I... I, Yeah. (laughs) I cannot wait for the Ahsoka series. (laughs) I know.
0: I want to see her pop-up in Obi-Wan Kenobi so So bad. bad. Yeah. Like, cause like every time I like think of like Ahsoka and, and Anakin, it's always with that rebels fight where she's taking on, uh, taking on Vader Mm -hmm. and she like freaking like slices into his helmet. And then she like realizes who it is. Yeah. And she like calls him Anakin and she's just like, or in the, Vader's just like Anakin Skywalker is dead, and then you see her freaking like, "All right, game on!" Like
1: she's like, "Well, then we'll damn sure avenge him." Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> every time I like I see clips of that on TikTok for now and then, I'm, every single time I'm just like, "Oh, freaking chills." <laughs>
1: <sighs> so, season two of The Mandalorian very amazing. Uh, I love that. I don't remember, there was no Sand People action in the first season, right? I mean, maybe I think there might have been like a hand signal or something, but nothing too in depth. If there was anything at all.
0: I'm not recalling anything. Um, if neither. there was, it w- it happened with the uh, the episode where Fennec was, was in there.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't even really talk much about Fennec. uh, Yeah. I mean, well, there wasn't much. Yeah. yeah, It
0: wasn't a lot. Like, she was just someone that had a bounty on her head. This new bounty hunter is trying to, like, prove his chops and goes after her. And Mando's just like, no, I need some credits to fix my ship. So. Well, by the way,
1: I'm also a big fan of that lady that plays Fennec. What is her name? Ming Nan Wen. And uh, dude, like I was a big Agents of Shield fan, so when she showed up, I was like, oh, like I was just stoked that she got to be in a Star Wars thing. I was like, dude, that is any. By the way, anytime anyone that I like, even tangentially, gets to be in a Star Wars, like when Bill Burr showed up, I was so (laughs) stoked. I was so stoked, and by the way, here, listen. I'll give everyone a five second heads up. I'm going to spoil one cameo appearance in Kenobi in five, four, three, two, one. Kumail Nanjiani being a fake <laughs> Jedi was amazing. I was like, I was so stoked for that dude. Ah, oh. um. So anyway, um, uh. Yeah, like seeing seeing the Mandalorian kind of interact. Cause was he, was it the first episode that he was trying to help the Sand People, try and take care, or what? What was it? Cause he, it, how did he get get messed mixed up with the Sand People? Was it when he met the guy that had Boba Fett's armor?
0: Yeah, so that wasn't until the second season.
1: Oh, sorry, I I'm that's what I meant. The first episode yeah. of the second season.
0: Yeah, pretty sure that's the, the first episode. So yeah, he like is going around trying to collect Mandalorian armor or find other Mandalorians because his clan has basically been wiped out. So he's trying to like hunt down Mandalorians and he hears of one in this little middle of nowhere town. And so he like travels there and like goes to meet, a, meet him. But it turns out it's just some dude with Boba Fett's armor.
1: Which, by the way, played by Timothy Oliphant. I love that dude. Uh, <laughs> Santa Clarita Diet. You've you were gone too soon. Um,
0: is that show any good?
1: Santa Clarita Diet is so shockingly good that by the time you realize how good it is, you get to be sad that it it is over and basically just got canceled before it really finished. Uh, it it is a show that is better than it deserves to be. <laughs> Okay, I've, um, I've
0: been like waiting to pull the trigger on watching that. So,
1: it's definitely it's it's you could either binge it all in a weekend or it's a good like I'll I I want to watch one episode of something and then do something else like that is a great I'll watch one episode and then move on. Uh, it's a good, it is a solid good show. I like it a lot. Uh, Timothy Oliphant, everybody, I'm a fan. <laughs> It's him and Drew Barrymore, uh. But yeah, seeing again, seeing him get to show up and be in Boba Fett armor. Uh, yes, please. What you want me to come and be fake Boba Fett? Uh, yeah, I'll go and do that. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, if you want me to put on Boba Fett's helmet, I can for sure do that. And for whatever reason, they needed. There was that like this big sandworm or something that they needed to. That was like messing up trade routes or something. I feel like that's the Oh, easiest it was the, the crate dragon. There we go. Yeah, I'm looking at the description of season of episode one of <laughs> season two. The Mandalorian is drawn to the outer rim in search of the others of his kind. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah.
0: So in this season he finds Boba Fett's armor, and then, like, takes off, and then I feel like that's when we actually get our first look of uh Timura Morrison.
1: <laughs> Who?
0: Wait. Uh, Boba Fett.
1: Oh, 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 yes, 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 yes. Because uh, that's when he, did, did they show him, like, picking up, or, uh, wait, what? No, that's when they show him, like, uh, with his, like... With his staff, right? Like and he's yeah. just like getting fennec. Yeah.
0: No, um no, so he's in like all we see of him, he's in a black hood.
1: Oh uh, we just he, get like, like a quick glimpse, right? Like it's just yeah. kinda like a flash and then you're like, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you see him and then they just don't address him for a really long time. <laughs> and you're just like, What about Boba Fett? <laughs> um and then after that it's like you get to see some more um Interaction with Bo-Katan.
1: That was amazing. By the way, I just need to tell you this real quick. Uh, I was looking at trivia for se- episode one of season two. The crate Dragon makes the same sound Obi-Wan Kenobi uses to scare off the Tusken Raiders in order to save Luke Skywalker in Star Wars. Uh, so, amazing. I did not know that. By the way. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Uh, that was. But I thought that was awesome because... That to me I loved I did not realize how much I would like the sand people. And clearly we'll get into that more with Book of oh, Boba Fett. Gosh. But like when he was immediately also like knew how to do their like weird version of sign language, uh I yeah, I don't know. It was it was great. I liked that he was working with them. Uh I like that they they did the darn thing. They they got one of those poor woolly mammoths uh, covered in dynamite to blow up that thing. <laughs> uh, what are those called? Do you remember? They're not. The, oh, the banthas. Banthas. There you go. <laughs> oh my god.
0: dude that that show that episode was so tense. Yes. Like, every time, like I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> but seeing. And I think this was just kind of a foreshadow of the freaking epicness that we saw in Boba Fett. But seeing um, the sheriff and Mando flying around the crane dragon and doing all the blasting so cool. Dude. (sighs) Oh my
3: gosh.
1: (laughs) <laughs> it's funny because I, I told you before we started that I was, like, watching some recaps of uh, season one and two, and I was like, uh, I think I need to watch this whole thing over again because uh, this this show was great, and it's actually better than I remember. I need to watch it all over again.
0: <laughs> dude, same here. At least I'm going to be watching those highlight episodes.
1: Uh, For sure. Uh, Let's see.
0: Um, yes. Dude, I... I don't know if, like, if... Obviously, there was, like, a look, but I loved how Mandalorian's body language changed every time he met a new person in Mandalorian armor. Like, how he kind of seems, like, excited, almost anxious talking to the sheriff or the marshal. Yes. And then as soon as he takes the helmet off, like, you could almost, like, see his... Like,
1: like his shoulders drop, like yeah, like well, shoulders drop, but also like I'm gonna have to kill you now.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, like <laughs> I remember thinking when he took the helmet off, I was just like seeing how Mandalorian's body changed. I was like, oh, he's gonna kick his ass, and I'm like. <laughs> And my wife's like, "How do you know that? Like, nothing about him has changed." I'm like, "No, something you can you can tell see on his helmet. He's about to kick this dude's ass." <laughs> uh,
1: you know what's funny that I just realized, isn't it? Is it true or not? Did you hear this? Uh, I know I read this somewhere that John Wayne's son or grandson was actually one of the main like body doubles for Pedro Pascal in The Mandalorian. I'm almost 100% sure that what I just said is true.
0: <laughs> I had not heard anything about that, but that would be amazing.
1: <laughs> I want to say it's his grandson because the picture I saw was like a very it was of a younger strapping man uh and I got to imagine that if John Wayne had a son, he would not be young and strapping. Uh-, <laughs> uh He might be his grandson
0: if anything. That's
1: yeah. Uh wait, no, now I have to know. John Wayne mandalorian i bet nothing will, oh no here it comes john wayne Mandalor- mandalorian mandalorian pedro pascal din when pedro pascal provides i Ico- while pedro pascal provides the iconic voice of din john wayne's grandson brendan wayne is one of pascal's body doubles and often dons the iconic mandalorian costume on screen so there you go We brought it back around, folks. Freaking (laughs) True Grit strikes again, (laughs) (laughs) and every time they have—this is another fact. This is a real fact. Don't look it up. They have to keep stopping Brendan Wayne from bending women over and spanking them. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, Uh, but he's a legacy. Uh, He's he's the grandson of a legacy, so they let him do it.
0: That's awesome. (laughs) Um, See,
1: there you go. Now you can get your dad to be interested in this again. Like, hey, John Wayne is technically here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Um, But yeah, the other instance that I'm reminded of was um, when he met up with Bo-Katan and all the other Mandalorians.
1: And they just took their helmets off immediately. And he was like... "Yeah."
0: You could see that he was like, What but you're and you're me and I'm you and what are you doing
1: and I they're know, like, it was
0: it was such like a difference because like the the vibe that I got off him with with the marshal, like it felt like, Oh, I'm gonna beat you up and then like like you just said, with Bo Katan and the rest of them, he's it was like
1: Because he just like, watched defeated. them... He just watched them do the thing, like they all were like, "Hey, we're gonna come in here like a whirlwind, and we're going to uh, go ahead and save your stupid self." Uh, and then they just showed up and were like, "Yo, what's up? We're definitely Mandalorians. Helmet off." And he's like, uh, "I like you can see that he's like, but what are you <laughs> like, doing? Did you not get the? You're not supposed to do the thing." And that I love that they're basically like. Hey dummy, you're part of some weird thing that like isn't a thing. Like <laughs> you got you got scooped up by the weirdos. Uh, we're all just kind of pretty normal over here. Uh, do you want to help us get this sword? <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: I I loved I loved seeing that. By um, way, it was dude, also we, this was, this whole season was freaking fan service up the
1: ass. But again, in like in a way that like hunts or sorry the solo movie i feel like missed the mark when it did fan service like solo's biggest problem was like when it did fan service it was just eye rolling and just sigh inducing like the thing when it was just doing its own thing it was fine like we didn't need it to be like remember mm-hmm. uh uh Whereas this, this one did it in like the most perfect way, because again, Bo-Katan showing up is if you don't know who Bo-Katan is, you're just like, wow, this like capable person in a way cooler Mandalorian outfit showed up and told this guy that he was basically in a cult. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's super weird that she's here, but she looks awesome. But if you know who Bo-Katan is, you're like, what is happening right now why do you not have the dark saber lady what is what did you do uh (laughs) uh, and the same thing when ahsoka shows up like i talked about earlier like you see that they're like all right we have to go find the jedi and like i don't know i don't remember if i had an idea or not i think i already knew rosario dawson was going to be part of this show so i think i mean if you're attaching Rosario Dawson to a Star Wars project, you're getting an Ahsoka Tano. Like it doesn't matter if she doesn't want to talk about it or not. You're like, I see your face, lady. I know who you're gonna be. Uh and it was the same thing when Ahsoka showed up. Like she was just she was a badass. She like was again this like Ronin character that you were just like, Who is this? What is happening in this show? Who are these people and why are they so cool? <laughs>
0: Oh, dude, I I loved every freaking second of this series. Like the f- the f- the first half of the second season was was good. I'd put it at the same level as like the first season. Like, okay, this is like really entertaining and good. But the second half was crazy.
1: Yeah, um, let me look at IMDb. The yeah, cause the season or season chapter five. I'm gonna speak now. Uh, episode five was called The Jedi, and that's when Ahsoka Tano, show, Ahsoka Tano showed up. And yeah, from that point forward, it was like you thought it hit the highest height, and you thought it got as crazy and stressful as it was going to get, and it just kept going and kept going and kept going. And then Moff Gideon, and uh, well, that but even before Moff shows up, like, uh, they're like, <laughs> uh, Dinjerin, he's like kid listen you gotta find your people bro uh i know for some reason ahsoka is amazing but for some reason can't help you we have to get you to this this special rock that's gonna let you send out an sos uh so let's get you there and then there are these cool awesome droids that are gonna show up uh the freaking death droids uh, that end up stealing him away and you're like, what the hell? Like, you don't. I did not expect him to get stolen away. I really thought that he was going to get saved before he got taken away to Moff Gideon. <laughs>
0: I know. I was half expecting someone to like come and intercept him, but nope. They freaking ran off with him. And hey, Han Solo. Get, oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 And then we get the next episode, quite possibly the coolest sequence ever now we I'll are talking real? about the so,
1: final episode right is that what we're talking yeah. about yes okay continue
0: <laughs> do so who so who did you think it was going to be
1: can i like, just tell you, you something i am such a moron that i truly had no idea like i don't know what i thought was about to i until they were like Is that an X-Wing? I was like, as soon as they were like, is that an X-Wing? I was like, he put out the SOS. That is an X-Wing. It cannot be. And as soon as the doors opened, I mean, come on, son. You got to know. You see the belt. You see the freaking black robes. Get out of my face. I was like... I am just dying in my living room, like pulling my face off, like, I can't believe it's happening. I can't believe it. And he's just freaking cutting through those droids that it took all of them, all of their might to kill one of. And you just see, like, that's how I heard it described in the recap. And then and then the master shows up. And <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. You get to see, by the way, it's it's an awesome thing that you do get in Return of the Jedi, but it's like, Another cool version of getting to see Luke. You put him up against this, you know, this hick child that is just wearing his dumb white robes, where he's like, I love working on a moisture farm. <laughs> Yuck. And then now he is just this freaking supreme master that is like, Yeah, I I do this now. I move, <laughs> I am like water. Yeah, he hoo ha. And just freaking cuts through everybody, shows up and is like, hey i am not even sweating (laughs) how's everybody doing
0: okay i i'll be if you if you knew who it was from the (laughs) x-wing i didn't know who it was until he took the hood off
1: (laughs) well when the x-wing showed up i was like no and then when the doors opened and you see the hood, I you could see the hood and you could see the belt buckle. And I was like, oh, my God. And then, of course, you see the green lightsaber show up and you're like, yes, uh, it is my boy, Luke. <laughs>
0: yeah. So my dumbass thought that it was Ezra. Because <laughs> I was like, because, like, my initial thought was, like, oh, it would be super cool if this was Luke, but Mark Hamill's really old, so they wouldn't do that. Um, not even thinking that they had deep fake technology.
1: <laughs> Ezra, I keep—I always want to say Ezra Miller, uh, but clearly not. Ezra, whatever his last name was in the show Rebels. I don't know if uh, he had a last name. He was an amazing character. I cannot wait for him to show up in live action. I hope it happens sooner than later. Uh, but that would have also... I don't know exactly how that would have played out. Well, no, because Rebels was before A New Hope, right? Yep. That was like on the lead-up to A New Hope. So he would have been well-versed by that point as well. So yeah, it could have been Ezra. I, I'm i not going to lie. That's what I thought,
0: because I was just like, okay, who, what other Jedi do, do I know that's out there? In the world that has a green lightsaber and the only one that came to mind was Ezra
1: okay well to skip way ahead um it makes it definitely makes perfect sense that it was luke in the long run because a because of the rise of skywalker because or was it the was it the rise of skywalker or what was it where he showed what was it where ray went back and met the luke force ghost and uh we got the we got the wonderful meme but the sacred texts (laughs) whenever yoda Um, whenever yoda exploded the uh the the little hut with all the sacred texts in it that that ray had ended up
0: that was the last jedi
1: was it the last jedi all i know is is that we get to see like in the book of boba fett uh the beginnings of the uh, the school that Luke is going to make so that he can bring all of these Force-sensitive or, or you know, lost Jedi or whatever, you know, lost younglings uh, to, you know, eventually also teach his nephew and <laughs> betray him at some point. Uh, I don't know why I was telling you this, but, oh, that's why it made sense that it would have been him because if he was already out there looking for uh, Force people uh to come and like train to bring the Jedi order back to existence. Uh it makes sense. But also, I mean, he could have had he could have had the Jedi version of an Inquisitor and had Ezra show up. <laughs> True. Because by the way, oh. how much crazier would that reveal have been in the book of Boba Fett if Ezra did show up and was like, "Hey, I'm Ezra. I have this weird gun lightsaber, uh, or at least I used to at one time." And yeah. uh, <laughs> I
0: think he got rid of that. He did. It was, it was blue, and then he got like a new one that looked like a normal lightsaber, but it was green.
1: I knew it couldn't be. I knew it couldn't last forever. But I was a very big fan of the gun lightsaber. <laughs> it dude, it was so cool. It
0: was so cool. I'm like, I didn't know they made those. <laughs>
1: they only the one time. Uh, yeah, it would have been cool if Ezra, and then it would have been extra cool to see uh, like uh, Mando show up, and then Luke's there, like, what? Huh, Uh, But they almost would have had to not have Ahsoka in it and have Ezra in her place. And I got to tell you, if I got to choose between those two, I'm sorry, Ezra. I need Ahsoka first. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that is something that they kind of teased at the Star Wars celebration. So tying this in. Tell me more. (laughs) Yeah. So they showed a first look of the Ahsoka series. And they teased a live action Sabine Wren.
1: And oh yes. Like uh, more, please.
0: They teased a live action Chopper.
1: Dude, I love Chop. Come on, get out of my face. I yeah. have by the way, one of the pops I have, it's like uh it's like one of those like original concept uh what is it like what is it called? It's called the concept series. And, uh, one of them is R2D2. And it looks like it, like if you add one more little gadget to them, that's pretty much chopper.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then they have, they're going to have a, uh, Hera Hera Harrison
1: Oh my God. Wait a minute. Who, what what was their? I mean, depend. Okay. Let me slow down. When is this series supposed to take place?
0: That's an excellent question.
1: Uh, like, so in, Ahsoka, in the timeline.
0: So it's supposed to take place the, the, the same time period as Mandalorian. Really? Yeah. So, I don't know if Ahsoka takes place after Book of Boba Fett, or before, like, what the case is there. But it's in that general field.
1: What? How do you say Freddie Prince Jr.'s character? Uh, Kanan? Kanan I am looking at it I've never seen it spelled out it's K-A-N-A-N and I was like Kanan uh (laughs) Kanan uh so listen to me if you have never seen uh Freddie Prince Jr. go off about Star Wars stuff uh I I need I need listen to me when I tell you this I need the blind samurai master to show up. I need it. I need his blindfold to be on. Because he didn't die in that show, did he? No, he died. He did die. I need a force ghost. Bring Freddy back as the force <laughs> ghost of Canaan. He did die. Ugh, Ugh. Gross. I love that character so much. Ah, Freddy Prince come back as a force ghost. <laughs>
0: um, did you know that um Kanan wasn't his real name
1: wasn't cuz wasn't didn't he wasn't he originally like a, an apprentice of Qui-Gon Jinn or something Am um, I right on that No it was but he was like an uh, go ahead let me look up her name Cuz isn't there like some other Star Wars property that they're like and if you look in this Corner, you'll see, uh, whatever his real name is.
0: <laughs> so her name is Depa or Deepa mm-hmm. Bilaba. She has, like, some weird hair loopies. I mean, you see her at the <laughs> beginning of, um, you see her at the beginning of The Bad Batch.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, um, something that was <laughs> kind of cool that I really liked, just because I, I don't feel like you see it too often, his original, like his birth name before he changed it to Kanan Jarrus was Caleb Doom.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> By the way, please, Caleb, if you have a son, please name him Caleb Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: My wife's wanting to name a boy Ezra, (laughs) not because of Rebels. But but
1: still, whatever. You can tell yourself whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, all this is, man, it has been a minute and a half since I have seen Rebels. That I almost would suggest if you've never seen, if you're someone who's not seen any of the animated stuff, I would almost suggest watch Rebels first. Just because, like, the Clone Wars, you have to freaking get a guide if you want to watch it in the correct order. Because, for whatever reason, they it was released in the wrong order. So, like, you can't just watch episode one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like the first like two or three seasons. You have to play freaking, you know, uh, pick your own adventure to find out the correct if you're trying to watch it all in order, find the correct order. Um, but Rebels is just. I mean, if you know a New Hope, you can watch Rebels and know that it leads right into that, and just watch the whole thing and uh, hate Freddie Prince uh, Junior's character at first, and then uh, grow to love him more than all the others, <laughs> as I did. Yeah, Dude, he, when he went blind in that show, and he, like he was like just Force guy, just I mean, really as in tune with the Force as you could be. Uh, I, oh my God, what a great, what a great thing. I, I would almost say outside of like, I don't know. I I would actually pick that show over the, the Clone Wars. Like if I had to pick one animated show to watch, it would be Rebels.
0: The story in Rebels was, was awesome. I wasn't the biggest fan of the animation though.
1: No, it was definitely, it definitely seemed a little more, uh, they're like, listen, we have, uh, we have a certain budget. We can either hire good writers or we can hire good animators, but we cannot hire both.
0: They made the good. <laughs> they made the, the best choice. Then they did. If, if that was, if that was the decision, <laughs> yeah, good writer. I'll take a shitty, a shitty animation over shitty story any day.
1: And I am stoked that Sabine is coming as well. Yeah. I, they, Dude, so what's so, so
0: th- cool. So one of the, um, I don't know if it was an image or a clip. You see her from behind and she's looking at the you mural. You see like her hair. Them, oh,
1: okay. I was going to say.
0: And it's in the exact same, it's drawn exactly how, it's like they copy and, and pasted it from like the mural.
1: From the show?
0: From the show. So it's like the same animation style in everything,
1: I, which I love. <laughs> when is Ahsoka supposed to be coming out, that show?
0: Um, I feel like Ahsoka's coming out this year.
1: I sure hope so. Uh, Because that, yeah, it can't, I, I'll tell you this, can't come soon enough.
0: <laughs> oh, it's, oh wait.
1: Ahsoka. Oh, has it even been announced?
0: No, they have like footage and and stuff from it.
1: Because I'm seeing stuff from May that's like it might be released at some point. You never know.
0: <laughs> yeah. So they started production on in May. Oh, so so it's Obi Wan and the third season of Mandalorian that were are getting released. This year. So we should get a sometime next
2: year.
1: I mean, that's fine. I can wait. I guess <laughs> I was just telling, who was I telling? I was telling Beth, I was telling somebody, I was like, I have already resigned to the fact that I will die before the Marvel movies have completed themselves, (laughs) (laughs) and I feel too like now I have to just resign to the fact that I'm not going to see all the cool Star Wars stuff before I die. Like I just will be dead, and they'll be like, oh man, if you were alive for five more years, you might get to see the R2-D2 backstory of how he got to... (laughs) (laughs) like no R2 <laughs> Uh so where were we Oh yeah Ahsoka in yeah, The um, Mandalorian
0: Yeah so we're we have that um we are also in there's another show coming out another animated series called Star Wars Tales of the Jedi
1: now that, I, somebody, I think, I don't, don't know blah, blah, don't know if I saw a TikTok or something about that, but tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me about it.
0: All right, so it's going to be in the exact same animation style as Clone Wars. Gotcha. Um, the final season, if that's a big difference or whatever. But it's supposed to basically tell the origin story, like beginning to end of Ahsoka.
1: Oh my God. Really? Like, that's what the whole series is?
0: No, that is not what the whole series is. Um, The... I'm so excited to tell you this. (laughs) (laughs) I love, like, sharing stuff that people would actually, like, enjoy. Okay. So, that's, like, part of it. It's going to be sharing, like, kind of a, a quick recap of Ahsoka's life. We are also getting a... Light Side Count Dooku episode.
1: Uh, so like when he before... was,
0: st- so before he turned.
1: Wow. So wait, and is this going to be he, all and, like? Go ahead.
0: And he will be training a young Qui Gon Jinn.
1: Yo. <laughs>
0: and we are also going to see a young Mace Windu. <laughs> yo.
1: <laughs> this right. yo. <laughs> Hold on. Is that just all they've announced? Like, is there more? Like, is this just going to be all backstory stuff for, like, different Jedi? Yeah, what is it called? Much. Tales it, of tales, or from?
0: Tale, tales of the Jedi. And the images that they've released so far, they're, like, super fuzzy. So, it's, like, nothing's clear. But they have a young Count Dooku. They have a young Qui-Gon Jinn who's going to be voiced by, um, I think, Liam Neeson's kid.
1: Uh, right here, it says top series cast is Liam Neeson and Jania, a name I can't pronounce as Pav T, whoever that is. Hmm. So I don't know. Well. I don't know if somebody just did that. Cause I, I guess if you have an IMDb pro pro account, you can just make stuff. So I don't know if that's real or not, but that's what's on IMDb. My only source for movie news. <laughs> Besides the yeah. All Bros podcasts, of course. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, so I don't, I don't know, like the, I don't know the cast. I've I've heard it's going to be Liam Neeson's son. I've I've heard Liam Neeson will be coming back, but whatever the case may be, it's going to have young Qui Gon and young Mace Windu ba- training underneath Count Dooku.
1: By the way, I love to just a small aside for, uh, the Lego star Wars Skywalker saga or whatever it's called. There is, I, I took a screenshot because at one point you're playing as Qui-Gon and you hear him say, I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love that one. Uh, what a great game. Uh, Dude, yes. my
0: only complaint about that game. I wish the DLCs had some interactions.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's also weird that they didn't all, they weren't all available straight away. They're like, we're gonna let you pay for everything up front, but don't don't worry, you're not, you don't get it yet. Like, what do you mean I don't get it yet?
0: <laughs> yeah, they were all released kind of weird too.
1: Yeah, for no reason, they were just like, I would wake up and it was like, hey, you know that thing you paid for, uh, you got it now, so you're welcome. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> thank you, I guess. <laughs>
0: Who? So I kind of have a team set up of all the different types of characters. Like who? Go ahead. who who's your? Who's your like? F- like you play as when you don't need a s- certain type of character.
1: So I, I. Well, I haven't done much free mode stuff. Like I've just I haven't even finished all the episodes yet. Um, because I've been, I have decided to play this game as much of in machete order as I can. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, no, I don't think it lets you or does it? I don't know. It only
0: lets you do like,
1: like one episode order. at a so time. So
0: it's like four. F- you can either do four, five, six, one, two, three, or and seven, eight, nine.
1: I know or I did in that
0: order. I mean, I guess you could do like four, five, go over to one, two, and then. Bounce around that way if you wanted, but
1: <laughs> I think that's what I'm doing because I know I've played. Uh, I don't know. All I know is I haven't done a lot of free play yet. Um, but I don't know. I it, it, to me right now, it's not about who I'm playing as. I'm just like walking around looking at stuff. I'm like Jesus Christ. Like it's so like the. I, the hub world is so big that I'm like, I'm, I get, I get confused and I'm like, I'm playing the game. And it's like, no, you're not. You are absolutely not. You need to go and find where the game is being played. You're just walking around <laughs> trying to find bricks, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I love, I love it. I have walked around with Mando though. And his, uh, I love that the, the child follows you around <laughs> in his little, uh, in his little, uh, stroller, <laughs> Oh, I love
0: that. Yeah, I I like playing as I have Mando and the Book of Boba Fett, Boba Fett mm. on my team.
1: i I go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say that the normal Boba Fett has like a super annoying voice.
1: Buh. It's probably <laughs> the original actor. Come on.
0: <laughs> yeah, his his voice is just like so much higher and like Sounds so much different than everyone else's.
1: (laughs) That's hilarious. Uh, Well, speaking of that, the Boba the, what is it? Book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett. That Boba Fett show. Again, like people hated on it, and especially because like the last half of it was like you know, Mandalorian season two point five. But I really enjoyed that whole. That whole season like i don't know i don't know what season two would be i don't even know if it needs a season two um but i really i never thought i would enjoy like a re-origin story as much as i enjoyed that one because that was like his uh, clearly his like second origin story you know what i mean like getting out of the sarlacc pit uh, getting taken in by the sand people, like having the sand people be even more like, I already like the sand people from the Mandalorian, but seeing that, like having him like live with them and being taught by them and eventually being accepted by them and everything. Like I really enjoyed that whole storyline. Like I like the way that they, they didn't make it too jarring. Like whenever they were jumping back and forth in time of like, this is where he is now. And this is where, how he got here. Like I I don't know. I thought they did that story beautifully and I I don't know. I enjoyed every second uh that we got with that the guy that plays Boba Fett.
0: Dude, I love that too. <laughs> I like gosh, Nate so Brucker and and his buddy Nate do um a Star Wars show that I listened to, the Blue Milk Drop. Mm-hmm when they were discussing the book of Boba Fett, it was crazy. Like, just like the things that it brought to mind, like thinking about Boba Fett and his relationship with clones. Yes. And like discussing like that hardship of like having to see his father's face on these people and like looking up to them as brothers in a way. Yeah, But also knowing that it's just, it's him too in a in a sense like just like the the mentality behind like seeing himself as a clone and how he doesn't quite fit in because he's not growing up as fast as the other clones but like he just has a like a, a different relationship with with the clones because like whenever he looks at the clones he sees he sees his father and yeah. it's just crazy and like trying to fight his natural instincts to become, like, the best bounty hunter in the world.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's, it was weird to see, not weird, but weird to see him, like, go zen. But then you, like, it that, that's why I like them, like, showing him going through all of that strife and heartache and, you know, basically getting the crap beat out of him by the sand people to, like, okay, well, that's, you know, you were you were still fighting. That's how you got out of the Sarlacc pit. Like, you are who you are. You are Boba Fett. So you freaking did everything you could to survive. But, like, really, that seemed like the first time that he was kind of, like, forced to rely on anyone else besides himself. Uh, and then, I don't know, like, how everything went down to where he was, like, he was showing them how they were going to take down that train and everything was going to be great after we do this. And then the whoever those people were that ended up killing basically his whole family. Uh, I got to tell you, like I thought that was a little harsh for the man. <laughs> I was not necessarily a huge fan of that choice. Uh, but also, it's like on one hand, on one hand I get it because it's like, you know, we spent all this time telling you how much you should like love and appreciate this new family that he has. Uh, but really, like, what is he what I get the idea of like, how are you ever going to fold that in to the Star Wars universe in a way that we are like, yeah, Boba Fett and his family, the sand people, you know, you know how his family's the sand people. Uh, <laughs> but. Man, just massacring them all! I was like, "Really, guys?" That was really the only thing I didn't like about it. I'm like, you couldn't even one, not even the kid. You couldn't let the kid live. Uh, <laughs>
0: I know that was so heartbreaking. I, I love, what... I love the culture that they added to yes. the Sand People because, like, the only thing we've ever heard is like Anakin like hating them. Yes we've seen Obi-Wan calling them savages.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, we've uh, seen all the this, like, negative... This We've seen nothing but negativity surrounding the Sand People. And then the Book of Boba Fett just kind of brought... Like, these aren't, like, terrible people. They just live by a certain...
1: They just live off the land. Like, yeah. they they are, like, basically almost like... I would almost compare them to, like, Australian, like, Aboriginal people that are just like this is this is just where we belong this is where we want to be and uh no you cannot you cannot be on our land <laughs> like this is yeah. our deal
0: <laughs> like they have their territories they have their their rules of conduct and if you don't follow them they're going to freaking bushwhack you
1: <laughs> and the crazy thing too is the guy one of the main Sand people, uh, he was played by a deaf guy, and I think they like made the, they did some version of sign language, or he like made up his own thing that they were all to learn and do as you know the the sand people language. And I want to say that guy got nominated for something because he did such a freaking wildly good job at I don't know, like I would say like what started in the Mandalorian was like brought to completion in that show where you got to really see them like how they like seeing them speak to each other with their hands like with like that way of course it also made sense too because if you're over like long distances like you're not going to yell you're trying to be sneaky so you're going to have crazy hand signals to do stuff uh i I don't know it was great i i loved all of that
0: (laughs) yeah same here like, everything was good. I love that they restrained, like, or made it really, like, how you said, they made it really well known when they were going to be doing flashbacks by mm-hmm. showing us um, Boba in the, what's it called, the Bacta tank? Bacta. Bacta? Yes. Yeah, in the in the Bacta tank. Mm-hmm. And so, like you kind of just knew that he was going to do a have a little flashback there.
1: Mm-hmm. And they had so many cool things happen outside of those flashbacks, like when he when the twin, uh, the twins showed up. Why can't I think of what they are? Jabba's the slug people. What are they What are they? Why can't I say it? They are oh, the huts the huts Jesus well that's their name but everyone knows who I'm talking about uh the the freaking giant slug people uh the twins show up they're like uh yeah I guess you know whatever because because I know the mayor tried to kill him but did they try and kill him too I want to say they did um oh
0: they sent the uh what's his name Kashyyyk the Wookie not Kashik. that's the name of their planet
1: the 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 fighter wookiee
0: <laughs> yeah the big ass <laughs> wookiee
1: <laughs> that's what it was and then they were like eh ah, he failed so sorry about that anyway and then he ends up with the new rancor Uh, Which, again, was awesome. And who doesn't love seeing Machete show up to be like, hey, I'm your Rancor Wrangler. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And I love the payoff of the Rancor, uh, him riding the Rancor into town uh, by the end and just (laughs) wrecking shop on folks.
0: Dude. Yeah. So the the Wookiee's name was Chris Santon. Yes. He was so cool. Yes, and I, I love like I love Boba Fett's mentality through all this. Like, yes, he was just gonna like,
1: just like <laughs> just absolutely kill him. Yeah.
0: yeah, and then he just like lets him go, and he's just like, I
1: have I no hate, quarrels not, with it's you. It's not personal, yeah. <laughs>
0: man. Like, you came to kill me, so I had to do what I had to do. But like, you've seen what what kind of people your boss is, and like, you're free to go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hold on, what? <laughs> But that was the thing he Boba Fett held true to what he said from the beginning. He's like, I'm going to rule differently than Jabba the Hutt did. And he kept that through line uh, throughout that entire season of like, yeah, no, I am going to be different. Like, I know what everybody thinks. I know everyone thinks that I'm just going to do the thing that I always do and just shoot everybody <laughs> and throw a thermal detonator. But not today. <laughs> uh, Yeah, very good and i mean come on son who doesn't like a small aside of uh going to see a little baby grogu and get a little get a little chainmail shirt <laughs> <laughs> with oh, luke
0: <laughs> dude that was basically mandalorian season 2.5 <laughs>
1: yes it was and i got to tell you it was worth it to me it was worth it for uh seeing luke with yoda's lightsaber which also again made me very sad uh (laughs) because it uh i was like oh man like this all just happened like you i know it's been it's only been five years or whatever but like you like so much has happened to this dude luke uh and it's like he is in pretty good spirits to be like you know, hey, listen, you have a choice to make. Uh, I'm okay with whatever you do, but, you know, I got this here. I have this really cool glow stick, or you could get this dumb shirt, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, I, <laughs> I was
0: so mad
1: at Luke for that. <laughs>
0: I was just like, you asshole, this dude just wants to take care of his kid. Like, can you just let him... <laughs>
1: So what's real you know what's so funny about that is like I A felt the same way. And B, like I was watching something today that I was like, oh, everything all makes perfect sense when you think about it as like, first of all, let's just call a spade a spade here. Uh actually I think that's a racist term so let's not do what i just said i feel like the the spade a spade thing has been found to be racist so i take it back let's call a jedi a jedi and uh <laughs> someone write in that later because i don't know i don't know i don't know listen i know everything i, I it, somewhere in the back of my mind is like there's some faint alarm going off that's like i don't know if you remember this but that might not be something to say anymore uh no don't even google it uh i see I, you going i was, to. I was go- actually about to and then i'm like now I'll, I'll, I'll hold off let's let the <laughs> listeners do the legwork on this one uh <laughs> did dj do an accidental racism or nah write in and uh tell us uh oh, okay this yes. is a total side note here
0: did Please. you did you listen to the everything everywhere all at once episode
1: I did not because I have not seen that movie yet, and please don't tell me anything about it. <laughs> uh,
0: I wasn't uh, not anything okay. <laughs> about the movie. It's more about the episode, but I'll wait for you to watch okay. it. Okay, because there, I because Caleb had an accidental racism.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
1: so so uh, let's call a Jedi a Jedi here, and uh, the Jedi are a cult uh for sure and the jet where the sith are like we want you not only to feel all your feelings we want you to feel all your feelings as deeply as you possibly can we want you to dive down into the deepest depth of your feelings and we want you to use that to uh to really just give yourself power where the jedi are like your power comes from feeling no feelings you need to feel you need to let go of all of everything you need to just feel nothing and you need to become one with the force and that needs to be your whole jam homie uh so i mean it makes perfect sense that he's like you have to choose this over this you can't have both but it's like, you son of a bitch. Like, you know what you're doing. Like, you know yes. we all love freaking Mando. You stupid, stupid Luke. <laughs>
0: Dude, I, I love the memes that have come from that. Like, have you seen the videos of, of like, them, like, basically having what the, that conversation basically was? They're just like, like, it. they show Luke and they're like, hey. Listen, you can either have this shirt from this person that's treated you like a father and protected you and loves you and all this other stuff. Or you could take this really cool glow stick from a dude that kind of resembles you from this dude who wants to initiate you in a space cult that's brought you nothing but sadness.
1: That is hilarious. (laughs) It's your (laughs)
0: choice, I guess.
1: (laughs) By the way, I can say with pure sincerity that I have not seen said meme, and I'm glad that I, like, basically made it up here for us. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. That's It's why I love Star Wars. Like, these weird, stupid, uh, like, debates and arguments about, like, space cults and freaking, you know, tiny glow sticks for Baby Yoda's, like... I love all this dumb stuff. Like, I love talking about it. I love thinking about it. It doesn't make any sense, but I don't care.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude. I love everything that they've been doing so far. Like, there hasn't been a single thing Star Wars related that I haven't dug since the final season of Clone Wars.
1: Well, I was going to say, like, I, I mean, technically the rise, the rise of Skywalker was in there, but really since the Mandalorian started up, like their live action stuff is okay. Tell me this. Have you heard this rumor? I, someone just told me this the other day that they are, or maybe it was, maybe I heard you guys talking about it, that they are going to basically be rebooting the, the sequel trilogy and doing it, basically doing it over again. I had not heard anything about that. I, that doesn't sound right. Like, I feel like they're just going to let it be what it is. I um, honestly, well, let me ask you if they said they were going to do that. Would you be in favor of that or no? (sighs) Like they were basically going to do to the the current sequel trilogy, what they did to legends and just make it just uncannon it. And make it just a oh that was just a fun story that somebody dreamed up one day and they were just going to try again.
0: That one's that's tough because I feel like Force Awakens I really liked and the Last Jedi I mean they had some cool stuff in it like the only thing that I like truly remember from that that one is the lady going lightspeed into the Star Destroyer <laughs> which was pretty bitching.
1: Dude. So it's kind of like I want you, them
0: to uncanon Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker and kind of redo it.
1: As a scene, that was one of the coolest things. I know everyone complained about it cuz they're like it would have whatever, but that was like ve- I, I remember being in the theater seeing that and being like, "What?" Like just like I I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was like, "Oh I my god on the floor." God. <laughs> All that to say, no, I I would be not in favor of that. Like, just, you you already, hey, you already pooped on the floor. You can't put it back in your butt. You can just clean it up and move on. That's all you can do. <laughs>
0: yeah, that that's honestly all I would do. Like, if you just, if you want to make it Legends, like, make it Legends. Like, I, I don't really care about that, but.
1: Because, by it's the way, just... I I feel the same way. I feel like you can pick and choose things out of all those movies that are good. But as a whole, I don't like the sequel trilogy. But I still am like... I was saying this to somebody the other day, and uh, I would like to see what we all think of this in 20 more years. The same way with the sequel trilogy. How everyone kind of was like, eh, maybe we were like a little too harsh on this. There were things that were clearly not great but like maybe we judge this a little too harshly I am willing to bet that I am judging this too harshly because you know I'm one of those people that since I was because my beginnings of Star Wars was staying home sick and my dad being like well, let me tell you a story about some stuff I have on VHS that I illegally taped off HBO. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all the Star Wars movies, and those were my sick days. Was watching all those Star Wars movies as like a five-year-old. So I've been, I have been seeing those original trilogies for the majority of my life. So it was going to have to be. It was going to be a literal act of God for the the sequel trilogy to live up to whatever i could have imagined in my mind so i don't know by the way especially too after reading the thron trilogy which was at the time that it, those were written that was supposed to act as like the episode seven eight nine of star wars like that's kind of what that was supposed to be and uh that's kind of whenever people started talking about a sequel trilogy that's kind of what i had in my head anyway and while i was interested to see what what we got with this one again as a whole not a fan but again also again willing to go back after 20 years and be like you know <laughs> maybe i was a little quick to judge
0: yeah it, it, it that brings up a really good point i'm I'm not sure if you've seen the the discussions or interviews with uh Ewan mcgregor and hayden christensen Like, have you seen any of the the interviews that they had at this celebration?
1: I've seen enough of them being like, uh, yeah, this was kind of something I wanted to put behind me uh, because everyone was kind of mean. Yeah, Uh, exactly. (laughs) And he's like, but
0: all the people that grew up with these movies, they now have a voice and have been expressing like, hey, we actually really like this. Our parents just suck.
1: Yes. (laughs) And you know what's funny is like with the prequels, like I was someone who enjoyed them, but then like people around me did not. So it was, I was still like, I was getting into my like later teens by the time all those movies had finished. So I was like, yeah, I too am not a big fan of those prequels uh, to the point to where I convinced myself that I wasn't and then like more in the more recent years I've gone back and started watching them again and I'm like I did like these and but which by the way was was spurred on by things like the clone wars and the bad batch and rebels and that is one thing that star wars the star wars uh averse is very good at is taking the the sins of the movies and then kind of like Focusing on the the small story that can eventually be expanded on that you're like, oh, well, now that I have this context, because like you were saying, the, the context now that we have between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith is like tear jerking. Like where before it was just like two movies that you watched that were pretty good. And now you watch it and you're like, oh, my God, Ahsoka.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, it just it just. Like you said, it adds so much depth. I mean, like it was like with Rogue One, like with Rogue One, I can't even think or i can't I can't watch a new hope now without thinking of all the events that mm-hmm. took place in Rogue One,
1: yes, again, that was one thing too that I'm like, I get it that these people had to not exist somehow. But the fact that the two, like, main characters at the end of Rogue One died, like, they're just uh, on the planet and it explodes, I'm like, ah, really? I mean, I get it, but really?
0: (laughs) I I can appreciate when movies do that or when studios make that decision, because that's a ballsy move. Like, you're... You're getting rid of these characters that's whose stories have just begun. Like Jin Urso, there's nothing more that you can share about Jin other than her like beginnings with Saw Gerrera.
1: Well, how does but, Saw Gerrera make it? Come on, son! Freaking Forrest Whitaker's out there doing nothing, uh, wh- and they're able to to jam him into video games and all kinds of stuff. And like, hey, there's another Saw Gerrera. Uh, He's in
0: everything. He's in Clone Wars as like a young kid. He's in freaking Rebels as like kind of a middle-aged adult. And he's in like everything.
1: (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying. And especially with what... Maybe they just didn't have the same vision for what they were going to be able to do. Like what they're doing now. But it's like... It's like the first show, the first prequel show I ever complained about Gotham. Like there was no stakes in that show because if any, like a, you know, the main people aren't going to die and you know, the people that you never heard of before are probably going to die. Uh, (laughs) because you're like, Oh, well, if I don't know them when Batman's old, certainly they will not make it out of this television program. Uh, but i and i so on that on that note i understand why those characters had to either die or just like you know what i want to see what the other side of the star system looks like and never come back anyway i'm going to drive away in my space cadillac uh <laughs> like i i don't know it's i i'm not mad about it but i'm like ah Come on, there could have been some like one other cool thing that happened, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. I I feel you there. Like one thing that I don't know how excited people are for it, but I feel like they're making a big push for it, um is the Andor series cuz they just released a trailer for that and it's just kind of like where where is that going to go?
1: Andor, I feel like I did see that the trailer came out for that and I watched it and I was like I remember, I don't, I honestly, I don't even remember anything I saw in the trailer, but I just remember thinking like, I have no idea what this is, but I will for sure watch it.
3: (laughs) Yeah,
0: I will too, just to see, but it's like, you, you know where it's going to lead, lead to, like, it's going to be to Cassian and or dying on that planet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know was that the was that the only other show that's coming out is that that's, that is live action right if yeah that one will, that one will yeah. be
0: live action so just like a full list of the announcements cuz like apparently they're covering andor like crazy cuz they have like <laughs> a bunch of clips from from andor um so star wars is going to have a new game star wars jedi survivor
1: Yes, the sequel to... uh, Yeah, so this is supposed to take place
0: five years after Fallen Order.
1: If you have not played Fallen Order and you are listening to this show right now and you've made it this far, I have two things to say to you. One, you are one of the real ones. I love you the most because you've listened for a long time. But two, please, please go and play Jedi Fallen Order. It is so hard but so good. And you can change the difficulty so that you can tell people that you beat it on hard even though when there was that one, you might have bumped it down to easy.
0: Uh. Yeah, so th- that's going to be super interesting. And I would I know that this is probably a long shot, but I would love to see Cal Kestis in Obi-Wan. Dude,
1: <laughs> Dude, I would love to see Cal Kestis in anything. Please make that kid show up.
0: Yeah, cause, so th- they stated that Fallen Order takes place five years after Order 66. Yes. Jedi Survivor is supposed to take place ten years after Order 66, which is also, ten or ten years is also when Obi-Wan takes
1: place. Bro. Would that, how many episodes of Obi-Wan are we getting? Because this is only going to be, I mean, I know everything is like only going to be limited series unless it does amazing uh but this is only supposed to be a limited series right
0: yeah um, 6
1: episodes is what it says are you sure no oh yeah it is the 8th
0: it's a 6 series or a 6 episode series so we are on episode 4 so we only have two more episodes left
1: this i'm not going i'm not going to lie this is not tracking as well on imdb as i would have imagined because on IMDb, episode 1 only has a 7.6, so does episode 2, and episode 3 has a 7.9, and we are recording on the day. Uh, this episode 4 came out June 8th, and it is at a 6.6, which I disagree with, and I haven't even seen it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not good.
1: I disagree with all of those numbers.
0: <laughs> yeah, so... Apparently Andor is supposed to get supposed to have 12 episodes.
1: That seems like too many. <laughs> yeah.
0: Especially when like Ms. Marvel's and Moon Knight only got 6.
1: <laughs> I mean Moon Knight though, like I haven't seen the first episode of Ms. Marvel yet, but Moon Knight was like that was like Mandalorian season 1 level of like get in get out. There is not much of the filler. There is just enough backstory and character development that it's like, even if you've never heard of such a character as Moon Knight, you're like, Ooh, I'm all in on this guy. This is weird. And it's Egyptian and I like it. Uh, Yeah, it's a, it was good. It shouldn't, I am not a fan of long. Like since I was a child, I have not been a fan of like, that was agents of shields problem or agents of shield. That was their problem was that they were like, we have, Forty-seven episode seasons, so like every third, every 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 two episodes, they would have a three episode stretch of nothing happening, and then they're like, "All right, here's some more story." Anyway, back to nothing. Uh-
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got better when it came to when they broke it up into like mini seasons within the full season, where it was like Agents of Shield, Ghost Rider, and then Agents of Shield that. Life model decoys. Mm. Like by the way, I didn't was make great. it.
1: I did not make it past Ghost Rider. I got to i. I almost gave up, and then Ghost Rider happened, and then I was like, oh, and then I was like, you know what? I'm getting out on top. Rider and I'm out because the first three seasons were so good that I was like, this show is almost not worth watching anymore. Uh, <laughs> cause of those first three, are you kidding me? Listen, if you haven't seen agents of shield, I apologize for what I'm going to say next, but the, what's his face? Uh, the, the, the double triple crossing agent, his whole arc that ends with him like dying on the moon or whatever it was, or however it was that he died. I remember it being crazy. Uh, that I couldn't, that I that was a better arc than any like TV show like that character deserved. So I to me, like just the fact that that character alone made those first three seasons like worth watching more than anybody else, honestly. Like, and I know that might be controversial to say, but uh. Yeah. So once he died, I was like, "What do you even do now?" I mean, I know Coulson's here and he's cool, but the your bad guy died. <laughs> I can see. You so disagree. are
0: you, do you okay? Do you, no, hold up. Do you do you plan on going back to to finish it at all? I
1: will never do that. No.
0: Okay. Well, so he comes you know, back, that, doesn't Yeah, it? that character comes back. No. I shit you not he is possessed by the the entity that hydra worships
1: Oh wait no I did know that I think I did know this cuz did this happen between him dying and ghost rider the ghost rider season Yes I want to say yes Yeah and I want to say that was yeah that was that because of that I want to say uh, if I'm remembering correctly, they, is why I was like, I think with all of that, I'm out. Uh, dude, they just kept <laughs>
0: finding excuse after excuse after excuse to bring him back.
1: I mean, listen, when he it, I'm telling you, when it was those first three seasons culminating with the best the best episode of any Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was when. They was it was it Colson or was it the girl that or was it both of them that ended up going to that moon? I think it was like blue there and it was like there was no talking during almost that whole episode. And uh, yeah, dude, that I mean, this is not Star Wars related, but technically it is because they were in space. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was I, yeah, I don't know, like that, that show. I wish it had had shorter seasons, like from the beginning, because they clearly had something cool happening at that show, but they just had way too much room.
0: <laughs> it it was a lot. It was <laughs> it was a lot,
1: Because I joke, but it was like twenty four episode seasons, like legit, and that was just too many it was too many episodes like it should have been 12 tops and that is pushing it like it could have i mean the only thing that i can say good about it being that long is like some of those relationships between characters that got developed in like the like the the nothing episodes kind of like helped it hit harder whenever something would happen but I got to feel like there's, I'm not a good writer. So I feel like a good writer would figure out a way of like making some of those connections happen in a smaller amount of time.
0: <laughs> yeah. They, they had to non-canonize agents of shield because of the stuff that they pulled off in that. Yeah. Cause you know, that, um, ghost Rider had the, the dark hold. I did not. Or so, yeah. So one of the or at least things I don't was, remember, <laughs> yeah one of the things in the Ghost Rider stories was that his uncle had the Dark hold and was using that for like science stuff and the only way to defeat him was to let an Android read the Dark hold, but the <laughs> that Android became vision like no it became like <laughs> its own kidding. sentient thing and started using the Dark hold to create this um this digital world where everyone could live and she like went evil created this this world where hydra was the like the ultimate superpower in the world <laughs> and then that's how they brought back um that character uh what was his name ward
1: uh huh
0: So, that's how they brought back Ward, but in that universe, he he was a Hydra agent that was actually really a a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Uh,
1: Hilarious. (laughs) Uh, Hilarious.
0: It it was absurd. It was...
1: (laughs) That's great. I love that dumb show. Uh, Yeah,
0: and then they got into like time travel and all that other stuff, and it just got ridiculous.
1: That's so silly.
0: Yeah, dude. They end. They end the the entire series with them in like a group circle, um, like meeting up at this this digital bar because none of them are actually there because they they get together once a year to like
3: <laughs> because
0: they're doing their own thing. Like one's off being a superhero, one's off being a director of Shield, ones or if Coulson's like retired or some shit. <laughs>
1: we so, always meet up at this digital shawarma place to get our shawarma
0: <laughs> yeah it, it's it's a it was absurd <laughs> so you you ended off on a real high note like yeah I would make the argument that finishing LMDs the would would be okay but you don't have to <laughs> <laughs> there's only there's only one episode in there that's worth watching
1: <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> I don't even know. Is it streaming anywhere? I don't think it's streaming on Disney Plus, right?
0: Um, I think it might be on Hulu.
1: I'm not going to lie to you. Maybe. It's not even worth thinking about because I'm never going to go back and watch it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, getting back into Star Wars. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just kind of going over some of the other stuff that was announced. Um, Mandalorian Season 3 showed some footage. Um, let's see, uh, Bo-Katan's gonna be back, and there's gonna be some, like, conflict with her, because she wants Uh, the Darksaber.
3: (laughs) Because
1: it was super weird at the end of Season 2, when she was like, uh, (laughs) excuse me, (laughs) we came here so I could get that, what are you doing?
0: (laughs) Dude, I love the TikToks of people ordering a... (laughs) <laughs> a dark saber and then meeting <laughs> the the delivery person outside like ready to duel <laughs>
2: I lo- what i love
1: about her not being able to accept the dark saber from Dinjurin, uh because you have to take it in battle is that when she met him she was like hey dum-dum you can take off your helmet because you're in a cult but I am not allowed to take this sword from you unless I fight it and take it from your dead cold hands. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a weirdo for leaving your helmet on. Yep.
0: <laughs> um, that's all I really saw from from that. Um, Bad Batch is getting to season two in hey. fall. So that's going to be cool. Um, it looks like Emperor Palpatine and Commander Cody will be in this.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: Along with a Wookiee Jedi.
1: Wait, I'm sorry, in Bad Batch Season 2?
0: Yeah, so they'll have Palpatine, Cody, and some Wookiee Jedi.
1: Ooh, I wonder if it's the Wookiee Jedi from the Clone Wars. You remember when they had that one Wookiee Jedi that they were whenever they were making that the younglings were making their lightsabers yes dude
0: (laughs) that would be cool
1: it's got to be it has to be i refuse to have anything but that
0: (laughs) yeah um let's see star wars visions will get a volume two
1: which again we talked about that will be amazing
0: um, a Lego BD One is up for pre-order.
1: Oh, is it like one of those, like how you can or, or uh, those sets where you can make like the helmets, like uh, Boba Fett or the Stormtrooper? Is it like a big, like detailed BB Eight? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. And then there's a Lego Summer Vacation.
1: <laughs> what?
0: Yeah, there they're doing a Lego Star Wars summer vacation that follows Rose, Ray, Finn, Poe and Chewbacca taking a vacation after defeating El- Emperor Palpatine.
1: I think they're really overestimating how much people want to see like Lego shorts cuz then they do like the I don't think well, you tell me cuz I don't think I watched it. Cuz didn't they do like a Lego Star Wars Christmas special or something?
0: Yeah, they've they've Is- had a few of those. I mean, they're they're interesting, but, I mean, not anything worth watching. I think the only reason that they've announced anything for this is that Weird Al's going to be making an appearance in this.
1: Now you have my interest. <laughs> I will be a part of this now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if Weird Al's going to do it, I am all about it.
0: Um, and then... They have a a kindergarten, like a pre-kindergarten show coming out called Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures, which is set during the High Republic Era.
1: Man, just call it Star Wars Younglings.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, the
1: High Republic Era. So that's like, isn't that something crazy, like 2,500 years before... Uh, or no, the Old Republic is. What the hell is So is the High Republic even before the Old Republic? I think so. I don't remember if it's before or in between now and then. Yeah. Because I know Old Republic, like the game, is supposed to take place something bananas like 2,500 years or something before uh, Star Wars as we currently know it. So I got to imagine New Republic. New Republic must be in between then and now. Or whatever, then and now in Star Wars canon.
0: Yeah. Um from I don't know how true this is, but the the tales of the Jedi, the one with Ahsoka, Count Dooku, and Qui Gon mm-hmm. is supposed to have Yoda in his prime. <sighs>
1: listen to me when is this show coming out or does it have a release date yet
0: it does not have a release date yet
1: this is something that star wars needs to definitely not do though please never name yoda species don't do it it hasn't yeah, happened yet. i agree <laughs> i don't ever want to know i don't want it to have a name it's better if he never has a name like that i just need yoda yaddle and grogu and that's it. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I did see something from that, I think, because isn't there a, uh, isn't there like a scene where people are freaking out because you see Yaddle with a lightsaber, like doing some uh, lightsaber tricks? Yaddle is the female Yoda.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, I I think that's actually Yoda.
1: <laughs> are you sure? Because I swear I saw a little tuft of hair on the top that looked very uh, Yaddle-esque.
0: I mean, it might be. I'm not 100% sure on that. I I thought it was Yoda.
1: (laughs) I would like to believe it's Yaddle.
0: The only... So the only other thing, it's not even Star Wars related, that came out of the... I I feel like we would be interested in talking about. (laughs) Um, Harrison Ford came and shared the first image from Indiana Jones 5.
1: I love that guy. He is such a freaking weirdo. Like (laughs) I get it. I get that. You're like, I don't like only being known for star Wars. I am an actor. Like, okay, cool, man. You are a great actor. You have been in a lot of great movies. Know where your money came from. Hey, next time you crash a plane, know where that plane money came from, buddy. It wasn't air force one. It wasn't even Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones bought the fuel, but you know what bought the plane? Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how could he want to, like, kill off Han Solo, but he's still freaking dragging those freaking Indiana Jones bones out? Just like, all right, everybody, I'm, I'm here, I guess. Uh, I I have disowned my son. Uh, he's a crazy person. I don't like him. Uh, that's why I called him Mutt. Anyway, he won't be in this picture. <laughs> Which is a shame, because Shia LaBeouf should... I love that there is a divergent universe where Shia LaBeouf just became the new Indiana Jones. Uh, and they are like, wow, are you Indiana Jones? Like, my name's Mutt. Uh.
0: <laughs> Dude, that, that movie was not good.
1: <laughs> I that is a movie that I want to rewatch cuz I remember hating that movie at the time and being like what even is this? Uh but I remember being excited about it. We're both talking about Crystal Skull, right? Yeah. I remember being excited about it when it was like, I remember seeing the previews for it and you saw like the silhouette of Indiana Jones. And I was like, wow. And then I remember watching the movie and being like, this is garbage, but I want to watch it again because it was it garbage or was it one of those? Like I had higher expectations than what I should have. So I just missed a good movie because I thought it should have been something else. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Probably not but I'll give it another go. Hey, maybe that that'll be our next episode. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the <laughs> Crystal Skull. <laughs>
0: uh, trying to see like if there was anything else. Um, the actress for Sabine was there at the, uh,
1: like at the, event. the actual,
0: yeah. Uh, no, like her, the person that they'll be portraying her in in live action, Uh, Natasha Leo Bardizo.
1: That's a lot. That's a lot of name for one person.
0: Yeah, I'm not seeing anything that she's been in.
1: Uh, Natasha. La- La- yeah, she look at her face. She looks like a Sabine Wren. Oh, she was in. Huh, she was in the Daniel Radcliffe joint, Guns Akimbo. I did.
0: I was. I didn't know if you would have seen that. I did not, I,
1: but I very much am interested in seeing that. Yeah, and she's been the greatest showman. I think you and uh, Rose saw that, right?
0: Yeah, she must have been like crazy side character though. Well, um, the only other th- the as. only thing that I would have seen <laughs> her from was the Voyeurs, which I watched Amazon movie, pretty good. Um, but yeah, so I mean, she was pretty good in that, but I mean, she didn't have a huge role. So, I mean, it seems like she'll do pretty good.
1: I had this idea for a movie podcast. Uh, everyone, feel free to steal this. Um. But there is a lot of movies that I have not seen that star Daniel Radcliffe. I would say the the only movies I've seen outside of Harry Potter are Horns, and it might just be Horns. Uh, and I wanted, I always wanted to. The other day, somebody was talking about Daniel Radcliffe, and I was like. Somewhat, I should start a podcast where we watch all Daniel Radcliffe's movies, and it'll be called The Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> so feel free to take the idea. I don't have enough time for all the podcasts I want to do. <laughs> You're welcome. If you were thinking about starting a podcast, person listening right now, here's your sign. The Radcliffe. Do it. Just put created by DJ of the untrained eye. That's all I ask.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just like a producer credit.
1: Yeah, something. Or, you know, give us a shout out on every other episode. Because you guys will end up being more famous. So, do the thing. And when you meet Daniel Radcliffe, can you invite me? Just please. I want to meet the guy. I've heard he's amazing. Uh, Very nice guy. Please let me meet Daniel Radcliffe with you. Person who took my idea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah um yeah not too much else with uh with Star Wars I think we basically covered everything up All to of it. Obi-Wan
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that'll be next time next time next time Rose decides to I don't know go to sleep earlier whatever he did tonight uh <laughs> I can come back and we can do Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs>
0: Oh hell yeah! We'll have to get some like a bunch of people. Like, do you know any other Star Wars fans? Or uh,
1: uh, Mikey Trudell of the Failing Hollywood podcast is a big Star Wars fan. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I
0: listened to his. I listened to his last episode and I heard him like kind of go over Obi Wan, but it didn't seem like he was too. oh yeah i take it it
1: back i love you mikey i don't know if you're hearing this but i take it back i don't want you on the kenobi episode you're gonna be too down on it and i don't like it uh (laughs) I need someone who, much like me talking about the Matrix, has blinders on and loves things Star Wars. Uh, Even if you are also like me, and even though you love things Star Wars, you still hate the sequel trilogy for some reason. Uh, And you can justify that hatred, but not Kenobi hatred. I don't know. Doesn't make sense. I'm a Star Wars fan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm toxic, but people like me anyway. Uh. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, we'll have to do something, something fun for for that one.
1: Well, maybe we can freaking find Vic in whatever uh, whatever samurai hermit hole he has uh, put himself into, and we can trek to the tundras of the. I don't know where Tundras are, but we can go where the Tundras are where he is. We can find him and bring him back and be like, hey, Star Wars is kind of like Spider-Man. We should talk about it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he's too much into into Star Wars. Like I said, I think you're my only Star Wars friend.
1: How is this possible? You know what? Because I don't know a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but both of us, like even me, I'm like, hmm, who do I know? I'm like, yeah, Mikey, but he was down on that. But he is a Star Wars fan; like he would geek out with you on Star Wars, but not Kenobi. Mike, I'm sorry. Mikey, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> hmm. Are Did you I a listen? podcaster? Are you? Oh, you should invite your terrible friend Brucker, uh, the one, <laughs> the one that he's the one that doesn't like. Uh, uh, Scott, Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim, right? Yeah, you should so invite he... your terrible friend Brucker R- on to talk about Star Wars stuff. And I can call him I... terrible to his face. <laughs> so
0: he just started a, a Discord for him and like a bunch of other podcasts mm-hmm. that he knows. So we're a part of that. And he wanted everyone to kind of give a brief explanation of who we are. And I told, or I, I brought up to him, like I told everyone I'm just like, hey, we we agree with like every score that we have except for Scott Pilgrim and that is purely because Brocker <laughs> jacked up the curve. <laughs> and he messaged me, and he's like, I didn't realize I messed it up that bad <laughs> And I'm like, dude, we had like three other people like score Scott Pilgrim that all of our scores collectively gave it an A minus <laughs> and then you come in with your failing grade <laughs> and bump it down to a C minus. Or I mean, a C or wherever it wherever it is at.
1: <laughs> Brucker, if you're listening right now and you're not a coward, come on and talk correctly about Kenobi. Okay? You <laughs> might be able to redeem yourself slightly if you have correct Kenobi opinions.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll have to send you a link to hit the show he does with his buddy, Nate, like they're crazy knowledgeable about star Wars, like almost intimidatingly. So (laughs)
1: Uh, I'll never listen. No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, No, I always listen. One bad. If, if people were going to hold one bad opinion against you, then I would not exist anymore because I have, so many bad opinions <laughs> so many bad opinions <laughs> so brocker i'm sorry yours is so egregious but i'm sure your star wars podcast is fine <laughs> it's it's great i love listening. please recommend this episode to him uh, please god <laughs> i hope he makes it to the end it's like who the hell is this guy <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know this guy. I never heard of him. Like, that's the problem, Brucker. <laughs> Man, that'd
0: be a funny chat.
1: <laughs> oh. Anyway, I apologize in sh- advance for getting you kicked out of Discord.
0: Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, would you like to share with everyone where they can find you and everything that you do?
1: Uh, everything that I do is only, I only do half the work and probably less than that uh, because the other half or more is done by my wife, Bethany on the podcast, the untrained eye that we do every single week. Don't look into it. Every week an episode comes out. (laughs) (laughs) We've gotten a little better about it lately. Um, But no, we just finished two, we just got, uh, we just passed 200 episodes, uh, so yeah, wherever you're listening to this right now, type in The Untrained Eye, and you'll probably find us there, uh, and if you want to find us on any any social medium, uh, we're at Untrained iPod on any medium you can imagine, so do that, uh, tell us hello, call us up, I don't know the phone number offhand, but you can do that. Ooh, wait, let me say that hey, do you guys think I have bad opinions or do you want to tell me how bad Brucker's opinions are? Call (laughs) 813-813-658-8366. Brucker, I'm looking forward to your phone call. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, By the way, can I just say, I don't say this enough on the actual show. If you call the number, it's going to go straight to voicemail. So don't worry that I will pick up and be like, hello, it's your favorite podcast host, DJ. How are you?
0: (laughs) That's always like my biggest concern when calling in. (laughs) And I told you how, like, that phone call that I made, like, I, I pr- seriously practiced it my entire ride home.
1: <laughs> uh, it was amazing. You heard us talk about it on the show, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. Dude, we love you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for even calling, let alone trying to uh, rehearse it.
0: <laughs> dude, so it didn't, like, when you were playing that one, I had completely, like, blacked out what I said. <laughs> and it. I didn't. I feel like I did not sound like me. (laughs) And so I was like being very judgy (laughs) about what I was saying. (laughs) Like, I was just like, gosh, this dude can't like keep his words straight. And then I realized it was me. And I was like, Oh no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This Caleb Alders person.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like, I, I don't know if that's ever happened to me before, but I was like, Mucho embarrassed. <laughs> it's okay.
1: Every every podcast I've ever called into and left a message for, I have sounded like a complete fool. So you did not sound like a complete fool. So you are coming up Millhouse. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right.
0: Well, I'll post all links and phone numbers and all hey. that fun stuff in the description. So be sure to check that out. Um, if you like this episode. And want to hear more. DJ's been a very frequent guest on this show and because we, we love having him. Hey. So you can <laughs> follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are basically everywhere. Uh, you can catch all of our episodes on YouTube. You can follow us on social media. If you want to hit us up with an episode idea, answer our question of the week, or if you want to join us for an episode. We'd love to have anyone on we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The All Bros. We are also on TikTok at The All Bros. Hey. And we've been pretty good about posting on that.
1: Yeah. By the mean. way, if you are not, I'm telling you, you need to check. All of you need to check out the. Caleb is going to be modest right now, but I'm telling you, you need to go check out the little like. It's basically like a mini breakdown that doesn't like spoil the episode, as uh, what these TikToks are. And I'm telling you, they're good. Go go go. Just go. Trust me. Type in, type in, DJ. You were right. Brucker was wrong and that way I'll know. <laughs> Actually just type in Brucker was wrong and I'll know. Uh
0: Yeah, I've I've had fun making the making those videos.
1: And they look they're, awesome.
0: Yeah, they're they're fun. I like, I I had a I have a blast with those. So, I'm glad some people like them. <laughs> um Let's see. You can also email us at the channel at gmail if you want to do any of the things that I mentioned. Or you can just hit up our website, tinyurl.com dot forward slash the where you can find links to everything everything you do. Wait, did I say <laughs> did I say the I said the email, right? Yes. Okay. I thought that I said. So
1: the, the email twice. and then the tiny URL website?
0: Yeah, yeah tinyurl.com forward slash the Allbros. I I'm I said, need a
1: I'm gonna need a Monster House shirt update.
0: <laughs> uh we actually have two more sales on that. <laughs> so is <laughs> uh, aggravating as all hell, dude. <laughs> you need to you
1: need to start like, do they do is it just shirts? Like can you also offer hats or like mugs? <laughs>
0: Um, they do offer mugs. I do not know about hats. Um and then it's like shirts and hoodies and <laughs> all that other fun stuff.
1: Listen, go get your what is the website to get their monster house swag? <laughs> uh
0: T public.com forward slash user forward slash the Elbros channel. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I we recently had another uh, design taken down from T Public. Congratulations! I swear, <laughs> yeah, I, sw- I swear it's just because of the title, which was "Birds of Prey." Like I, all I put, uh... so like the way that I was labeling them, like all of the ones that I've made, it's I put like the episode number, the what episode or what movie we talked about. So like with the Toy Story one, that one got. Taken out forever ago. It was yeah. like episode whatever, Toy Story breakdown. And then it gets taken down. So maybe I just need to just start putting episode whatever.
2: <laughs>
1: maybe you should put <laughs> the episode in just like the initial. You know. Besides Birds of Prey, we bop. Hey, episode 123, bop.
0: <laughs> that might help. I'm trying <laughs> to switch over to Teespring. Which offers a, a little bit wider selection of things, but we have 224 episodes worth of stuff <laughs> to put on there, so it's kind of a chore.
1: <laughs> Just get pay a guy on Fiverr to do it, you know?
3: <laughs> it's not Here's a
1: horrible f- <laughs> idea. But. Here's five bucks. Please catalog this for me. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's not a horrible idea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but anyway, so next week, let's find out what we're doing.
3: It's June.
1: Yes. We're in June. By the time everyone's hearing this, it's going to be a date in June to be determined, the 13th.
0: Right, okay, so next week we will be breaking down Top Gun Maverick.
1: Have you seen it yet?
0: I have not seen it yet.
1: I'm not going to lie to you. I am not interested in any of the jibber-jabber. I only want to see the planes fly around and do cool stuff. (laughs) Like, (laughs) hey, less talky, more barrel rolls, please. (laughs)
0: Yeah, well, that was so we broke. We did a mini breakdown. I don't know if I, if it was when I posted, but we did a mini breakdown of the uh, the first Top Gun mm-hmm. uh, when Rose was here. So yeah. we, we enjoyed, enjoyed that him. one enough, and we're like, yeah, like now I'm kind of excited to see the the new one.
1: <laughs> the real question is: is will they put Danger Zone in this uh, movie as well? <laughs> Dude, if
0: they don't, I mean, I feel like that there'd be a riot. <laughs>
1: It's either going to be the first, this is my, here is, okay, let let us know on the episode. Uh, I. It, it's either going to be the first song that you hear or the last song that you hear. That is my, that is my prediction. Uh, you don't think they're going to
0: play it in the movie?
1: I'm not saying that do you, do you, Who listen to me, Caleb we are in a, a strange place okay, who is to say that he is not going to be flying away into the distance with his, you know, Maverick jet or whatever it is, and uh, they'll just, that's when the song will kick on and they'll be flying away into the danger zone, and then credits and then they're like, they did the thing uh <laughs> Oh, here's my other prediction. Maverick will die in this one. He will die in a crash. A plane crash. And it will okay. not be his fault. There you go.
0: I guess we'll find out.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're more than welcome to join us on that one if you want.
1: I... We'll not be doing that. Because <laughs> I am not going to watch that movie. But I will listen to your breakdown of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. As long as you do that.
0: <laughs> All righty. Well, that's what you guys can look forward to next week. Until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast featuring DJ from the Untrained Eye. And we'll catch you guys next time.
3: Deuces.
1: So long. Yeah. <laughs>